Hello. Hi, hello. There you Yay. go. There he is. Hey, sorry, That's guys. all the sound effects we're going to have because I can't do sound effects, people. I know, yeah. We'll have to sing the intro. What? I don't have we'll a camera have sing. Well, you don't need a camera I know, but the Duchess was saying I should show the pizza that I'm eating. Ah. Oh. Do, you really, you see, do you really want a Scotsman singing? Mm. I don't know. Could be good. Mm. Uh, so, yes. I guess... Yes, I guess. Did you see what I did there? It's, it rhymed and everything. I see what you um, did there. Did you see what I did there? Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I guess uh, that we should get going, should we not? I guess. I think, uh, just let me check. The recorder's recording. That's always a good sign. Yeah, well, we have the Twitch as a backup if we need it. And we've got Twitch as a backup. Hopefully, we won't need it. Hopefully, we uh, won't. But things are recording, which is always... Right, on that note, we do need to get going. Now, I don't know. My, you know, Chini may join us at some point. Yeah. You know, he did say that. Yeah, he did say that he would try and uh, come in and say hello and sneak away from the wedding he's at. So yes. you never know. We might, we might get to say hello. Uh, he's probably having too much fun showing off his watch. I saw a post from him about an hour ago. I think he was showing off his Casio watch and somebody had on their Ooh, Apple Watch. Casio. <laughs> Casio. Uh, but we can rely on the fact he won't be drunk. So you know, there is every possibility you may. Just gonna run the thing. Simpsons dancing all night. Brilliant. <laughs> can they actually hear that? No. Oh, that's all right. Oh, wait, I could do that. No, they don't. Have to, I don't want them to hear that. Too bad. Jeez. Jesus Christ Almighty. It's, it's like it's like a kid. Clip just over and over again all night while we're talking. He's like a kid with a new toy, isn't he? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, he's like, you wanted this he's got the power. sound effects. What am I supposed to do? I know, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's. Uh, can we? Shall we? Shall we kind of do this and get going? Sure. Why not? Yep. Okay, here we go. Uh, welcome, yo, to the Veteran Gamers. Doo-doo and Arma. Fellas, tell us about every single yeah. Ghostbusters that you're playing this week. <laughs> yeah, and boy. it's Simpsons and dancing. Uh, oh, God, what a disaster this is Enchantment? already. All right, I'll turn that sound <laughs> off. There you go. <laughs> Wait. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners. I want to apologize right off the bat. Hello, and welcome to show 280. Of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yay! Yeah, clapping noises, clapping. Yay! Yeah, isn't it weird without the sound bites? It is weird, I've got to say. Yeah. Because so used to them being there and like when they're not there. Here, I'll put this on weird. for 10 hours. Uh, it's going to be a strange episode. It is, it is. So, uh, anyway, we should introduce ourselves. So, I'm Stu. Hi, I'm Duke. And I'm Amar, stepping in for Chinny. Oh my god, hey. it worked! Everybody introduced themselves. Yeah, and, yeah see, Chinny's not here and it works. What can I say? He's sacked. Ah, we'll get rid of him. We'll have our armor instead all the time. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, My plan so is So, how works. is everyone? I know, yeah. How is everyone, anyway? Are you all good. good? Very good. Outstanding. Very good. Outstanding, that's always good to hear. Chidi, as people may or may not know, he's at a wedding. He's at a wedding doing so wedding stuff. So he says. Yeah. Is it his own um, wedding or is it someone else's? No, God, no. He, you know, he's always going on about. I think we get a little stuff, more notice it? if it was his wedding. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe you never know. He'd, he'd probably I'm going forget to be about. Busy you, next he? week, Stuart, because I'm going to be at a <laughs> wedding. It happens to be mine. Sorry. Yeah, no. yeah. If he if he happened to actually remember uh, that he was going to his own wedding, because there's chances that he'd probably be late for that, wouldn't he? You know what Might I mean? Be. Like, yeah, Tara would probably turn up before he did. You know what I mean? Because the, obviously the bridegroom's meant to be at the altar waiting. He'd be like, he'd be like the bride, wouldn't he? In his own wedding, he'd yeah. just like turn up late and everything. Because that's kind of how he rolls, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Bless him. 
That's the um, real yeah, people let... like to flouse it. Exactly. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, he may or may not join us later, so that would be cool if he yeah. does. Uh, but got to say, just got to say, I haven't uh, been taking any tools or implements to my PC this week. Well, uh, you're taking a week off from mutilating your machine? I have, I have taken a week off from well, hacksawing bits out of it to make stuff uh, fit in. That was a surreal episode last week. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It worked, though. It works. It all works. Uh, so, yeah, it's still working as well, which is which is a good sign. Yeah, it is a good sign. Yeah, you know, things are still glowing. The The side of the graphics card's still got glowy writing on it, so that means it's working, I think. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, to be honest with you, I've not really, considering I've got all this new fancy Fandangle graphics card, I've not really played any games on it this Why week. Why not? What's wrong with you? What? Boo! Well, Boo. you see, the, here's the thing. Here's the story, thing, right? story, story time. It was new last week, but, it, you know, it's not new anymore. <laughs> So you've you know it I mean? along to the next thing. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it is. You know, I had it for a week, and it was cool for a week, but now, like, you know, I've moved on. You know, it's it's old hat now. I guess. You know, a week's gone by, and things have changed. So you're just bored you know, with just, your cut-up PC? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, it still looks cool and stuff, but, you know, it's not got the same allure. There's a good word. Allure good word. as it had last week. Last week I was all excited because it was cool and new and stuff. Right. So now what are you doing with your time? I don't know really. Um, I've we've we've got a new garden parasol, so I've been sat out in the shade this week. So that's been nice. We've had some sunny weather, you know. So that's always cool. Yeah, we've had rain in Glasgow. Have it? Well, that's in Scotland, yeah. and that's what you get all the time up there. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a Scottish rainy place. Yeah, if that's um, supposed to be true about England too. Well, England in general is a rainy place. Yeah. You know, wherever you are, you get rain. Apparently. Uh, but but more so in Scotland, you get more rain up. The further north you go, really. Yeah, we're yes. born blue. We're actually born light blue. We have to get a tan to turn white first. That's true. That's true. Because it's, it's so cold up there. You know, it's cold <laughs> up north. So they say. Yeah. Uh, and I've also, tonight, watched the uh, playoff finals <gasps> uh, to get into the championship. Uh, because it was Preston Chris. versus Swindon. Ooh. Don't you don't you come scoffing? I can hear that tone. Preston won, didn't they? They won four nil. Forty, 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 forty. Exactly. 40. So yeah, so that was a, a great result. So yeah, we we had the uh, parenting laws came round and we all sat round the telly and yeah watched Preston get promotion up into the uh, championship. Booyah! So Take that Sorry. other team. I know there is there is a trade off though for this. There is a trade off uh, because every year my brother in law is a big Coventry fan because he comes from Leicester, so he he likes Coventry. Ah. And every year we used to have a trip to Preston North End uh, football ground, Deepdale, and watch them play Coventry. Yeah. But because Preston have now been promoted, that's kind of off now. You see, yeah. don't don't get to see it no more. It's not, it's not your fault. Coventry's shit. I know Coventry only just stayed up, to be fair. But this isn't the football podcast. But I just thought, you know, he asked me what I'd been doing other than playing games, and yeah, that's you've been, get, you've been getting a tan and watching your team. Brilliant, Brilliant. band users. Yeah, I'm watching Game of Thrones. I've been doing that as well. I've been doing watching that. I'm trying know. to ban this user, but I can't ban them. Wow, what user are you banning? Sick oh, clicks. God, trying what? to spam our chat. Oh, that happens every week. We yeah, got. How do you ban them. someone? I don't know. I've not done any art stuff. I don't do any of the Twitch stuff, do I? That's Chini. That's what he's here for. I'm saying though, he's leaving and it the, in my incapable hands. And the, 
the moderator people. Yeah. You know, the, we need some moderators. We're the moderators. Yeah, That's what you need. Well, we need someone who knows how Twitch works, yes. which I well, do step, not. Step, step J's moderating. Step J, do, do your shit, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Step J. Oh, to he's he'll sort timed all out. out. Never mind. He's done. We're good. Is he done? Yeah. That's good. That you see, you're, you're showing all the inside workings of Twitch. Exactly. So we're doing that. People who, are, um, people who are listening, I'm so sorry. You don't have sound. Are people are listening oh. after the fact. Like You don't have the sound effects. You don't have Chinny. You don't have, uh, you know, you have us nattering on about the inner workings of whatever, whatever. That's right. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Now, fortunately, oh, we do totally. have Amar to sort of, you know, make up for it. I, I, we do, lads. I, I, I see. No one had a clue what he said then. I think he said, <laughs> that's, that's I want clue. some Kool Aid. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, I, sounded so. more, I sounded more like a pirate there, actually, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, I did wonder what he said. Well, that's what um, Eugene Merman said is that when he went to the UK, just everyone sounded like different kinds of pirate. Like, <laughs> arr, I forgot me wallet. Arr. Anyway, as. Arma, Arma. Do you see what they did? That was quite good. If anybody's listening for the first time, by the way, this is how Stu functions. He's, he makes a joke and then he spends 30 seconds explaining, explaining. the fact that he Explaining why it's funny. Yeah. No, um, not why it's funny. Well, just pointing <laughs> to the joke again and again. It's exactly. like if someone did a painting and they put it up in a museum and they just stood there pointing at the painting. Like, Look what I painted. I painted this. I used paint to paint this. Check it out. Check it out. Anyway, as Arma is our guest tonight... Uh, and and we've not had him on for quite a while. What you've been playing for the last six yeah, months? Well, well, yeah, what have you been playing for the last 12 it's months? It's been 83 episodes, not that I'm counting. Um, Jesus <laughs> Christ, oh, is it really that long? That's funny. Not that you're bitter or anything. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, uh, games-wise, oh, I've um, been playing a few games. I um, bought um, from GOG.com, I bought X-Wing and TIE Fighter on my MacBook. Oh, yeah, because Macs are the, like, the best uh, platform to play games well, on, of course. these are games well, that came out in 1995, um, and I've got a MacBook Pro, so they should run, but they don't look too good on a high-res screen. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, it's not, a, um, it's not a slick asset. I wish there was a, some kind of like downgrade resolution button to bring it back to you know the good old 640 by 480 days. Yeah. Um, but no, um, they were they were going dirt cheap. It, it was part of the May the Fourth discount day, you know, oh, May yeah. the Fourth Star Wars. So, yeah. so yeah, X Wing, Tie Fighter. Um, yeah, I've got them, and um, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't think I'll be. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, you're you're uh, you you sort of play a lot of retro games, don't you? You're sort of yeah. into all that stuff. Yeah. How how are you finding it now? I mean, it, you're, you're going back to some really old stuff now, like this, for instance. And back in the day, this was, you know, quite a highly, yeah. you know, praised game and stuff. I mean, yeah. are you finding it, is it, is it, does it live up? Do, you know, does it still stand up to the test of time? The biggest problem I find is, um, I mean, I've got um, an N64 and a Sega Saturn that's hooked up to, my, to I've, I've got a, I've got a 48-inch Panasonic television. And the games look terrible. I mean, that's part of the... Uh, anybody who's into retro gaming will will say the same thing. Um, these mm-hmm. things don't scale up very well. So the only thing that you can do is go out to a charity shop and buy an old 28-inch Sony CRT if television. If you're going to do some retro gaming, you got to do it right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is something out called the Retron 5, which does HDMI scaling and it does all various things, but it's still not the same. Um, and X-Wing Tie for a classic example, I think... Um, they released Collector's Edition in 1998, where they doubled the resolution, so it was 640 by 480, which is just, and you know, it still doesn't, it's very, very blocky, and it's, you know, 
it doesn't really do. I mean, unless I did a complete remaster, which is actually I bought um, Sleeping Dogs on the Xbox, um, the Ultimate Edition. Um, it, it, it was free on the Xbox 360 about a year ago, and I absolutely loved Sleeping Dogs. I think it's one of the best games I've played on the Xbox 360. And when I saw it on sale for the Xbox with you know their typical next gen HD shine, I bought it, and that's Sleeping Dogs is absolutely fantastic. But the problem with X-Wing TIE Fighter is it's just the games as they were, you know, 20 years ago. Crikey, 20 years ago. Yeah, that's that's a long time ago. I mean, is it actually playable, though? Can you play it? It is and, playable. I mean, is, is it all right if you sit further away from the screen? <laughs> further? Uh, no. You I put mean, some tinfoil uh, in between you and the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or some sort of weird filter. If you, like, squint, yeah. if you, like, squint slightly, just, you know. What, no. what if you put some of those 3D glasses on? Does that help? Uh, these are good suggestions, too. I shall make a note of that. something I need to try. It might work. It might I'm polarize it or whatever the hell it is that it does. I mean, I, tra- I tried the first couple of missions on X-Wing and... Uh, um, yeah, it was um, brought back memories. The resolution doesn't help, but, you know, I can get past that. Um, so, yeah, Sleeping Dogs. Um, I mean, Stu, do you... You've th- th- This is also out on the PC. Do you have this at all on your PC? I don't have... You know, funnily enough, I did buy that in a sale at some point. I never got the definitive edition, but I did buy it at some point. Um, and I played it for quite a while on my... I think I don't know whether I had that on 360 or PS3. And for Stu, quite a while means two weeks... Yeah, it yeah. means like an hour. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I bought it again on PC, but I don't think I've ever installed it. <laughs> I think it's just sat on my Steam queue, you know, and when it was on sale for about a quid. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Library, let me look. Let me have a look. I don't think I've ever played it on here. Listen a minute, listen a minute, listen a minute. Uh, no, Sleeping Dogs, right? Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, I purchased it. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> I purchased it on, on the 6th of the 1st. 2013 wow so nearly two years ago and i've never installed it it's never been installed wow. once on my, on my pc it's just What's wrong with you <laughs> by the way people who are watching the twitch stream this is a uh demo called uh second reality from future crew this was like the height of digital visuals back in the day so sorry go on yeah so i mean i remember you know funnily enough it reminds me just talking about weird stuff like the visuals that are on at the moment um my brother bought a, a DVD. Was it a DVD? It might have even been a VHS back in the day. Yeah. And it was like dance music, and it had stuff like that on it, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you got these weird glasses that you put on, and they weren't 3D, mm. but it, it made everything look sharper and more vivid. Interesting. So Are you sure you just didn't have, like, you weren't nearsighted, and you just put on some glasses? Hey, everything's sharp no, and vivid. It was, it was definitely made for people who were smoking pot ah. or whatever. Uh, and you basically, you basically just, although I didn't, right, I've got to just clarify, I didn't get high or anything, but you could definitely tell it was for getting high too, you know, you just got high, put this video on, and and kind of just watch it with these weird glasses on, That's I have like, no idea what it was called. It's like the Spaceman really 3 album, uh, doing drugs to make music to take drugs to. Yeah, there was, yeah, that's kind of there, what it was. There was that game on the Atari Jaguar, that was, I mean, not that I've ever gotten high or anything. But um, a lot of people that I knew back in uni, etc., used to insist on smoking pot and playing this game. Was it Tempest 2000? I think it was. Oh, oh it could have been. That, those sorts of games were like, like uh, that, sort of fast moving and very bright. Yeah. I, I like cool electronic music. See, I should play some of the music for this because this was like amazing music back in the well, day. Well, you can't play the music. I could just hold only... it up to this. Here we go. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Oh, no, wait. That's never mind. It's not going through the speakers. Jesus Christ Almighty, that was like someone was sticking a pin in me here. 
Yeah, well. What the hell was that? Well, the people on the Switch <laughs> can hear it. So anyway, apart from Star Wars and stuff, what else have you been up to then? What else? Or attempting to play Star Wars games? Um, attempted to play. I I, I bought um, Top Gear on the N64, and I gave up after five minutes because it, it really hurt my eyes. Um, N64. So was that is that some sort of racing game yeah. based on Top uh, Gear? Uh, well, no, no, nothing to do with Top Gear. Nothing to do with Power and Clarkson and usual. Uh, nothing to do with them. It's just a, a game that came out in the nineties. A very good game, I still remember it, but again, it does not scale very well on a HD television. But the what? No, let's just be clear here. There was Top Gear before Clarkson came along. You know that show's been going for a long time before he took over. Uh, well, there's nothing. This isn't affiliated with the BBC in any way. Oh, that's weird. But yeah. called, but it's still a racing game. It's still a racing game, and it's still called Top Gear. So I think somebody must have tried the phrase Top Gear existed before the show did. Yeah, no, it just seems odd that it's not affiliated with the show Top Gear, doesn't it? You know no. what I mean? Because I don't know how you would associate that with cars otherwise. Yeah. Huh. Well, because, odd. no, but I mean, if you have a car and it's in the highest gear, you just be like, it's in Top Gear. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that the people in the chat are just talking about this being an Amiga demo. Yeah. I remember you used to get these free on discs with like Amiga user magazine and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. They used to come free. Yeah. All this sort of cool and stuff. And this was the highest of the high tech. I hope Chinny doesn't watch this. He'll be collapsed on the ground drooling. <laughs> he will, yeah. It's all flashing yeah, lights might. and stuff. I know, yeah, especially with his, like, you know, he'll just have a fit, won't he? He'll just be fit. Yeah. They'll, they'll just think, right, if he was, say, listening to us and, and watching us Twitch stream on his phone on the dance floor, he'd just look like he was doing some cool dancing. Exactly. You know, they would just, they would just <laughs> go, oh, look at funny because it's a neurological <laughs> <He's> cool. condition. <laughs> it's cool. Look at him. He's, he's he's doing some weird jerky dance. I've never seen that before. It's very, <laughs> it's very interesting to know. I mean, all these visuals, there's no epilepsy warning, is there? Back then, they didn't know, right? know about it, did they? Way back in the day, they didn't, no, care. They didn't really care. God, no, they don't care about that shit. It was just like, you know, if you end up drooling on the floor, that means it's been a success. Uh, exactly. They were like, dude, he looks amazing. <laughs> dude, look at him, man. He's, he's like loving it. He's tripping out without any drugs or anything. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> so... So I mean, yeah. Well, so carry on. Sorry, uh, yeah. Um, I um, I think in the last uh, week and a bit, I I picked up a couple of other um old consoles. Um, it was a local charity shop for some well, for not not for some reason they were selling a a very very pristine um original Sony PlayStation One with fourteen oh. games for like eleven pounds. Oh. And Duke, that's about that's about seventeen dollars thereabouts. Yeah. Um, absolutely fantastic. So I said, "Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm having that." And uh, I think it was. So did you? Did you already have a PlayStation One, or is this like? I had, I one? had the PlayStation One. Um, you know, you know the smaller one. The, you know the one that they, the one that they redesigned. Right. Okay. Um, I had that. The mini. Um, the mini, yeah, but I didn't have. I actually bought the PlayStation One on launch day in 1995. Um, how much? How much did that cost? Can you remember? Well, actually, it's, I was speaking to my friend about this a few days ago. Actually, it's one of my biggest regrets. What I did, I traded really? in. I traded in my SNES with twenty games, Jesus. and I got the Sony PlayStation One for I think it was ninety nine pounds plus two and games. What was the first game you played on that? Ridge Racer. Ridge Ooh. Racer. Yeah. Blew me away. Wow. I thought it was an absolutely fantastic game. But looking back, I thought I shouldn't have got rid of my SNES. So how can you remember what the retail price of it was, it was without the trading? Oh, what's happened there? 
Hello, everybody's gone very quiet. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Carry on, carry on. Yep, the the PS1 was at £299. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. The only reason why I know that is because the Sega Saturn was £100 more. Uh, so when they so when they wow. launched the Sega Saturn, uh, Sony came in and says, "Yep, we're a hundred pound cheaper than the Sega," and that was basically the Saturn finish. So, two hundred ninety-nine pounds, which is um, comparable to that's a lot of coinage back then, isn't it? When that was released, I mean, it's kind of funny when you think about it because they're currently selling the Xbox One for two hundred ninety-nine pounds now. Yep. So you can get an Xbox One now for two hundred ninety-nine pounds, which was the same price of the launch price. Of See, the that's PS1 what I'm always saying. Okay. People are like, "Everything's getting cheaper." No. We get more and more stuff, but the cost of a home and a computer, you know, a home gaming system is exactly the same now as it was 20 years ago. Yeah, it's but money the- was worth more back then. Well, so, yeah, but I'm yeah. yeah. So if you if you class that as current prices, it would probably be about right. five or six hundred pounds, yes, wouldn't it? Right. Do you know, in current money. Yes. Hi. Which is crazy when you think about that, isn't it? That's a lot of money to have spent on a gaming console back then. And and when you consider how many of those they sold, do you know what I mean? Yeah. People just didn't care, did they? They just well, bought those. People things. were willing to pay for it. It's, not, it's, yeah. it's different from not caring. Well, actually, can- the prices of the PCs were computable as well. I mean, I think, you know, the consoles were turned... I mean, you know, the SNES, when it, when, it, when it came out here, it was £150. The PS1 was £299. And I remember... Um, buying my first PC at 486 for, I think it was about £800. So Yeah, I mean, I remember PCs being very expensive. I mean, my first PC, I think it had something like a 750 meg hard drive in it. I think that's what I had in it when I, when I got one of the first PCs. And I used to get hand-me-downs off my brother because he had a really good job. So he used to always be buying like, but as soon as he got bored or something, he'd just buy like the next thing up and I'd get whatever his old one was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I never really had to pay for a PC, and I remember uh, playing Doom. You know what I mean? And sort of Quake, you know, Quake Arena, and all those sorts of games. And they sort of ran on this like really old PC. And I'm trying. I think it was was it what was before Windows ninety five? Was it? It was Windows for Workgroups three dot eleven. Yeah, must yeah, yeah, must have been ninety five. Then the first one I had. The first bit. I don't think I was anything lower than yeah. that. So you had all the joys of mucking about with your DME channels and interrupts and IRQs. Yeah. 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 And I also had uh, Grim Fandango on it. I remember having that on the on the PC. So even back uh, then, faffing about on a PC was norm, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I mean, no. Let's let's be clear here. Back then, there was a hell of a lot more faffing with a PC went on than, yeah. than you do now. Do you know what I mean? Let's be clear about this. I mean, Although, you had to I don't remember games. ever sawing into oh. my computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's slightly different. That's upgrading your PC. That's not right. faffing. That's an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> I might have degraded my case, right. but I've upgraded my actual PC inside anyway, the case. Anyway, back to video games. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so what else have you been, been up to? Um, I'll just... Uh... I'm having a chat with Hardly Dan on the on the on the Twitch. Um, Elite Dangerous um, came out on the Mac, I think, two weeks ago, oh, yeah. and uh, yes, that did. that, that right. is being bought this week, next weekend, really. So, um, Ooh, are you going for? It? I am. I um, I don't know if I, was, I think I may have mentioned this previously, but um, I I think it was in 2003. I just about very very dangerously got away um, without forming an addiction to Eve Online. Right. That was I thought. You know, if I don't, if I don't stop now, this will literally take over my life. And um, Elite Dangerous. I think I'm thinking. You know, you know, ten years on, I'm a lot more mature now. 
Um, so hopefully it won't be as bad as I was then. But Elite Dangerous is something I've been looking forward to since I came out on the on the PC last year. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I need to get back on that because I've not played it for ages. They've done tons and tons of updates since I last played it. Well, they've got this head tracking update as well, which you can use um, only on PCs only. It's not available for the Mac, but you can sit there and have head tracking sorted out, and that looks pretty cool as well. So that was amazing. I know. I know. And hey! then obviously. You know, you know, Oculus Rift is coming soon, as we know. You there? Oh, yep. is Chinny here? Chinny! Hello, hello! hello. Yo! Hello. Live hello. from the wedding! Live from the wedding, I how's am, it going? I am standing outside of the Park Plaza Hotel in Cardiff. Uh, <laughs> I just walked out of the Macarena to join you guys. Wow, oh, that's nice. love. Brilliant. That's love, leaving the Macarena. I know. I, everybody was saying, come on, Mike, do the Macarena. You're the best dancer here. I said, listen, I have duties. I have a, a, a video game podcast to attend to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the wedding's going well. They got married. Yay. Did that, did that, that work? Did, no one said no that then. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. So no one said no. Um, that was even after the bride had seen me. So she's got good willpower. <laughs> oh god i'm gonna yeah, be related no. to him <laughs> yeah um so that's all good so what, what's what's the down low what's what's the video well chinny the the the, the, tr- the twitch stream situation is in dire straits Why? because it's- i don't know how to ban people so we had someone come in and give us clickbait and i can't run the sound effects through my computer and I don't know what visuals to use, so I just put up the overseas connection visuals from their oh podcast, God. number 317. Oh, God. <laughs> this is and what happens when some, you go away. <laughs> we've just had some weird, like, I don't even know what you call it, some weird repetitive pattern thing that would have probably sent you into some sort of weird fit. Oh, yeah, is I it, didn't know what else to show, so I was showing second fu- second uh, reality future crew stuff. So just, just do... Try not to do stupid weird things because last time you just started streaming Skyrim because you started playing it. The way you ban <laughs> people is you just click on their name in the chat and there's like a like a no entry sort of symbol. You no, I know click I that. clicked that. It wouldn't it wouldn't do anything. You're telling lies and then. No, I'm not telling lies. But at Shut least up. it was better than last time because last time you didn't even stream. So at least like you've even. No, it didn't. Well, it didn't. But what am I streaming now? I'm streaming yeah, Richard Munster well, talking people, to Greg. People are coming in the chat thinking they've stumbled yeah, into the game for the overseas, overseas connection. connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 50% of something is better than 100% of yeah, nothing, exactly. I always say. So. Exactly. What do you want? Jeez, get yeah, off my exactly. bag. At least you have exactly. some visuals to look at. So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just quickly... I have to get back to the to the wedding soon, but I'll quickly update you Because the Macarena's on. starting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the Macarena's yeah. almost finished. No, it's Saturday night now. So... Uh, quick games that I've I've finished Spider-Man 2 yes I remember Um, seeing the victory achieved thing (laughs) it was Um. it was they must have I think they made that game in a week alright and I I even um, it took you longer to play it than it took them to make it I even thought is is, is (laughs) this game because Amazing Spider-Man 1 was very good was it just in my head so I looked on YouTube to see if Amazing Spider-Man 1 was as good as I remember it being, and guess what? It it's definitely not. was. It definitely oh, yeah. was. It, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 is terrible. Uh, I've also been playing um, more Castle Storm and uh, Snooker on the iPad while I've been waiting for Tara to get ready at the hotel. While oh, I yeah, a bit of Snooker. Can't beat that. Um, and that's about it, really. So I'm going to go back into the wedding. All right. Um, boogie my ass off. 
And yeah. uh, do you do you get up and dance? Do you need it? Because you see, you don't drink. You see, most blokes need to be a bit pissed before no, they'll dance. No, and, I'm, and I was like one of the first ones up, so I'm okay. I'm all good. Oh, no, he's okay. See, he's he's uh, comfortable in his skin. Some people see, don't need. Some people need a drink to give them that edge. I don't, yeah, don't need yeah. that. I just I just go for it. And and the people who think I'm silly and an idiot, well, they're my, they're not my type of people. Yeah, I've long, I've, I've long, I've long suspected, Chinny, that you're from South America, or part of who's from South America. <laughs> this could be true. This I could think be so. true. I can't um, let me just ask you before you go. Let me just ask you when you when you're walking to the dance floor, do you do the dancing walk? No, I, I what I do is I walk up to it as if I don't know how to dance. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then it goes on and I go, you know what I mean? I go for it. So, um, it's, it's, by the yeah, way, you'll I, be proud of me, Chinny. I'm showing footage from the Amazing Spider-Man. I know. Two now. What are you talking that's, about? That's brilliant. Yeah. That's fantastic. Maybe yeah. you can get a picture. Maybe get a picture of the Park Plaza Hotel. Nope. From Cardiff, and nope. that's exactly where I'm standing. Yeah, come nope. on, Duke, man. Do, do, do what you tell me. What yep. you What's the matter with you? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, do actually, to send me a link to that because I was trying I to will. tell Tara to it. <laughs> uh, are you looking for the wedding? Is it? No. Oh, no. oh, sorry. Okay. No worries. Hey, you're looking I don't for the know. Wedding. Just crash it later. Oh, here you go. Oh, look at these pictures. Ooh. What a nice I hotel. They was, I thought they was looking for the wedding. He was like, no. Oh, here's the looking. workout room. That looks great. Yeah. Who the hell are you? Right. Oh, here's, um, a here's some did, Can I ask smile. you, has, any, has anything funny happened today? Um, anything funny happened? Uh, not really. Nothing crazy. I, looked at, I mean, to be honest, I, I, did, I did feel that it was the best man speech, of course. And I famously gave a best man speech at my at Marshy's wedding, and this guy was stumbling. He wasn't doing as well, oh, and I was oh, like, "Come on!" Mm. And the, the pressure got Ooh. to him, and it was a lot of in jokes, and he was like, "You know, you know." And I was like, "Mate, you know, you need we don't know. you need some practice at this." But he wasn't as as good as me. But he still yeah, delivered, and the like food this. was good. Oh, what did you have? I always I'm always interested. To I, see I, what people I, eat. I had a jerk chicken. Uh, which is very nice with rice, oh, okay. um, uh, tomato soup for starters, jerk chicken for the main, and some chocolate thing at the, at the dessert. But we just had like a massive buffet with chicken wings and pizza and wedges and all sorts of stuff. So I'm very, very full at the moment. I'll bet so. you are. Right, I'm going to go are. back in because Tara's going to be like, well, so I'm what gonna... do you mean, you're doing You can't go on the show. What's the matter exactly. with you? Exactly. She's going to listen to the show back and go, I didn't know you snuck out, you sneaky bastard. I know, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Snuck up this year. Right, I'm going to go now. Goodbye. I will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks Bye. for joining us. Bye, Bye Oh, that was Here, cool. wait. We can do this. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. You hear that? Yeah, hey. I'm being quiet now. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, that was cool. It's always cool to have Chinny on at yeah. some point. Anyway, Armar, you will get to the end of what you've been playing. Was, yeah. just, in the, just in the saying that, I was at um, a friend of mine's from work. Um, she got married um, at a hotel near Loch Lomond, an absolutely fantastic picturesque place. Uh, and uh, on the evening reception, um, they also had pizza and stuff, but they also had um, potato scones and rolls. And I just thought that was the best thing you, you can actually serve at a wedding. Potato scones, rolls, and brown sauce. I'm sure yeah. Stu, you, you can appreciate that, maybe. A, a scones? Is that what you just scone said? roll? You know, like a, sorry, a potato scone and a roll with brown sauce. Oh, right, okay, a potato. potato. You see, a scone to me is like a pastry with sultanas in it. Do you know a scone? A scone, yeah. A scone, or a scone, you see, as we call them in the north. You know, it's a scone. Yeah. 
So a scone, we usually have clotted cream and homemade jam or something of that nature with it. But look, you mean like a potato fritter is probably what I'd call it. Potato fritter? Like a battered, but battered potato. Batten. Is that what you're talking about? No, potato scone. Oh, I know. You mean like a potato cake? Yes. Like yeah, flour yeah. potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Potato cake. I'd... And and on a on a on a bread roll. Is that what you're saying? On a bread roll with brown sauce and about uh, oh. and Duke sitting there thinking, what the bloody hell are these? <laughs> That's what I'm always thinking. Duke's now now streaming a scone making recipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, potato cakes. Yes. Why has that woman got loads of tattoos? Is this Why like not? The, What's wrong what, with tattoos? Don't this is the goths gone making channel. Dude, really? You really <laughs> associate I, tattoos with goths still? Well, well, come on, let's, look, look, I was playing come, Future Crew. Uh, Amar's talking about X Wing, and Stu's talking about only goths have tattoos. This is the it's the mid '90s podcast. That's what you should call this episode. She's got black hair. All she needs is the black Black hair and tattoos equals goth. Really, Duchess, you're goth. Stu says, done. Anyway, before I insult any more people, yeah, what else have you been playing, Amar? Because this this we can't seem to get to the end of this week. Interruptions. It's a never ending. That's all the games. I mean, the only thing, well, I guess, the last thing really is um, on. Um, I mean, you would call it Craigslist, um, Duke, but on Gumtree in the UK, there was a somebody selling their. I think the son had moved away, and they were selling a lot of their gaming stuff on on Gumtree, and I picked up a Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance and two quite rare Game Boy Color games for ten pounds. Um, nice. I picked them yesterday, and it was um, well, it was Mario Golf was one of them, and the other one was um, Game and Watch Gallery too, which are quite um, well, they're worth more than ten pounds, put it that way. Um, so I needed the Game Boy Color to for my collection, but I felt quite bad actually. I wanted to say to the lady, "Are you sure you might you don't want to put this on eBay? You can probably get more if you went down to the smelly shop." But I said, "No, here's ten pounds. Thank you very much." I was going to say, why would you be? Encouraging someone to sell it when you wanted it. I, I don't know. Just feeling, just feeling a bit bad for the lady. I mean, if it was, um, if it was a hospice, then I would definitely say this is You're probably not worth fit a lot. In here, if you think of what other, yeah, come on, man. Look, end of the day, if she's happy with what she's asking for, it well, doesn't is, matter to you. You need to push her down and take her I stuff. Had a mo- yeah, I had a man, moment of weakness. Quit well, on her. Moment of weakness, uh, guys. Body in the ditch. <laughs> yeah, too right. What's the matter with you, crazy person? No, I had a moment of weakness, which was a very brief moment. But no, I've got that added to my list, and I'm and I'm finished with my with my little um, discussion. Have you seen? I mean, there's, have you seen? There's a lot of these emulators coming out of mode. Have you seen these? I have, yeah. That play like everything, you know, the like all the like NES games, and they have cartridge slots and all that kind of stuff, and you can just stick any yeah, game in them. Have you seen that, these? That's the the Retron Five. Um, Basically, it takes five cartridges. It's got wireless controllers, but the one that I quite like is the. It's a... Oh, hello! Everyone's oh. gone again. Hello. Oh, go on, carry on. Yep, it's like the size of uh, you know the Wii U gamepad. It's about that size, a seven-inch screen, but it's very, very powerful, and you can play N64 games, Dreamcast games, PS1 games, and it's about 110 pounds, 115 pounds. Um, that's what we'll probably go for at some point in the future if I want to play retro games, because let's face it, I am not going to buy a 28-inch television. No, 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 maybe that's an easier way of doing it, to be honest. So so that's what you're looking at doing, is it getting one of those in the end? Well, we we sort of moved house in in December last year, 
And one of my conditions was that we're not going to, you know, we have to have this amount of bedrooms because I wanted one for my study. Um, and I'm not sure the study is going to be big enough for a big, massive freaking... Because, you know, these CRT televisions, they're huge. They're, like, massive. You remember them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I remember I had one of those yeah, things. I so mean, not... it's it's not necessarily the size of the screen. It's the depth of yeah. the actual set, isn't it? You go back a mile, don't you? Yeah, they're big buggers. You know what I mean? They're big buggers. I'm trying to get oh. one upstairs. is a bit of a pain in the arse. And they weigh, yeah, they weigh a ton, yeah. don't they? I mean, even, like, the small ones were heavy. Oh yeah. God, they were the days, weren't they? And you, you used to have the like the the you know you'd have like a massive corner of your living room just taken up with like this twenty eight inch like because twenty eight inch was huge back. I mean, if you had a thirty two inch CRT TV, that was just gigantic, weren't it? You know, a friend I mean? of mine's bought one of those. Well, he bought a fifteen inch rear projection televisions. Oh um, God, yeah, I remember those as well. Ridiculous. But anyways, that's me done. I think it's over to Duke now. What have you? So Duke, what have you been playing? What yeah, dude, what have you been playing? I've been playing around with OBS and how to figure out how um, Twitch streaming works. <laughs> anyway, um, when it comes to video games, uh, I've been playing some Battlefield 4, which is still good. They've had no crashes this week, which is good. And fingers crossed. Actually, that's not true. The game crashed <clears> once, but the computer didn't crash. And the, if the game doesn't crash, then I consider that to be a, uh, a victory. So yeah, hey, come on, G. You're meant to be streaming whatever game you've been playing. You I'm know working on it. it. Here, wait. Battlefield <laughs> Four. Duh, duh, dust. I don't know what this is. Boom! Battlefield Four. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So I went back to Pillars of Eternity, and uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And here's the thing, I had some trouble with it because I went into this um, this part of the map where, first of all, having um, a, a screen that you have to explore, like, you know, an area of the map, you explore sort of screen by screen, it's not the same experience as it once was. Because it used to be that was a limitation of the programming process. And it was cool because you you knew you had a world at your fingertips, but you you know you didn't have a choice other than to explore it screen by screen. Now that I've played games like Skyrim and Dragon Age, it feels insufficient to be going screen by screen. And I'm like, I don't know. It just doesn't have the same magic for me as it used to. So whatever. Um, the problem I have, yeah. Though, do, you know, do you know one of one of the things I found irritating with Pillars of Eternity? When you were running along, why doesn't the screen move on its own? Well, yeah, but that's because you want to be able to like look ahead. And then... I know, but it's like, you know, even if you got halfway along the screen and it just moved up on its own automatically, it would be better than yeah. having to drag your cursor to the edge of the screen I mean, to move the screen that's along. That's the same sort of th- problem people have when they first start playing Dota is because you, you have to manually sort of move the screen around independent of, you know, and you, you know, when you play Dota, you get in the habit of just sort of like scroll to the edge, let it catch up, scroll to the edge, let it catch up. And this is sort of like that. So I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm not too bothered by it, but it is a, it's a different way of interacting with a role-playing game, and it's not as. Because I'm, I'm almost sure Diablo three doesn't do that. I'm almost yeah. sure oh, with sure. Diablo three, you, you run along, and the screen moves as you run along right, as a character. Right. right. So it I just mean, seems weird. Yeah, it is. It's, it's weird to us now. I mean, it's an old way of structuring a role-playing game, and I'm not too bothered by that, but it is jarring. The thing that bothered me was. I was doing this thing. First of all, the last time I saved apparently was right before a big cutscene. So when I started it up, I sat through this big cutscene where someone was turning other people into stone and all. There's this weird machine and all this stuff going on. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then 
you can't do anything with it. You go to that spot where the dude was turning people into stone. It's like these people are all turned into stone. And then that's the end of it. And you can't. You're not fighting anybody. You're not dealing with it. You're not interacting with anyone. It's just you saw it. Now, I expect that'll come back later. Whatever. So I went through the rest of the screen, and it was like, first of all, this thing on the stream, he's like adding up you know, points. He's leveling up his character. What the hell? Come on. Let's see some of the gameplay, please. Thank you. Okay, so the game, it, I went to this like – I went to this different part of the screen, and it was like this guy was packing up his campsite, and I was like, hello, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, a friend of mine just got killed by a bear. And I was like, okay, here we go. This is one of those encounters early in the game where you know you have to avenge this guy's friend who you know got killed by the bear. So he's like, I wouldn't go near that cave if I were you. And I'm thinking, dude, give me a break. Early in the game, I'm the man. You know, role-playing game. I'm going to be able to take out this bear in three hits, right? Go up there, dead yeah. I was like, what the what? Okay, I must have done something differently. Maybe this time when I'm having the cut, dead. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and, now, and then, I, so I go a little further. I run into another person. He's like, I will join you on your travels. I'm like, okay, now I got two people. I'll be easily be able to take out the dead. God damn it. It just, it's, it's this overpowered bear right at the start of the freaking game. And I'm like, what is the point of that? I hate that sort of thing. When they... I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Look, in Fallout New Vegas, there's a similar type of dynamic when you start out in Good Springs, and then if you go north, you get to, like, Quarry Junction or whatever, and there's death claws everywhere. And they warn you, like, don't go north. There's just monsters up there that only get mad when you shoot them. Um, so what you have to do is you have to go around that area at the start of the game, and then when you're very powered up, you go back and you fight them you know, later on. And I guess that's what you're supposed to do with this bear, but I'm sorry, killing one bear in a cave is not exactly the same kind of thing as killing ten death claws. It doesn't have that same satisfying feeling. So I I don't know. I mean I'm gonna go back to it. Oh, and then another thing, I went I went further along, so I was like, alright, I guess I'll leave the bear for now. Maybe I'll go back and yeah, trophy. Yeah, maybe the bear. not quite ready for that bear, yeah. But that's just so weird to me that a bear would be the huge over and then I was going through the woods with my friend and I'm like, okay, we gotta get to this other city and yada yada yada. And and then these little fire goblins were in the woods and I was like, alright, these little guys look easy to poof, dead. What the <laughs> what? A little group of little goblin dudes. They look tiny and they're just they look like children. And they got like fire coming out of their heads or whatever. And it was like they just surrounded us and immobilized us and killed us. And I was like, oh, God. And again, like one or two of these encounters is one thing. But when they're everywhere, it's just like, ah, I don't want to deal with this. So I quit out and I installed Fallout 3 again. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> like you I mean, do. why not? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't know. God, that game is so good. Fallout 3 is just so wonderful. Um. So is it? Have you given up? No, I mean, no, I don't think I've totally given up on Pillars of Return. I haven't uninstalled it, for instance. But you know, playing Fallout Three is so much more fluid, and I don't know. It's just it's just fun, and I know how to do it. And it's just I don't know how do you describe it. It's just wonderful. I see. So I mean the thing. I mean the thing is a little bit that I did play of. Um, Pillars of Eternity, I, I actually rather enjoyed, but I didn't get a whole distance into the game. I got past, you know, the first area, yeah. and and then you obviously go through that cave system, and then you come out the other end, and then something dodgy happens. Right. And then I'd sort of moved on to the first... It's the first town, isn't it, you go to after that? You go to a town. And it took me a while to work out even how to go to the first town. Yeah. 
because he kept saying go to the edge of the screen to, right, to find right. it. And yeah, it took me a while to work. Thing and then, yeah. 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 I was like, I can work out. And again, that. like, that's like, the thing yeah. is that like th- these are relics from a bygone day of you know programming where that was a requirement. And it's not a requirement now. And it's just frustrating that the game developers haven't moved ahead. You know, like between Fable 1 and Fable 2, they made some really important changes to the way you interact with the world and the programming environment. And I feel like this game hasn't done that the way they should have. So that's frustrating. But so yeah. how are you? I mean, what's what's? Can I ask what's the backstory for your new Fallout Three character? Uh, just some lady. She just got booted. Out. I mean, unfortunately, Fallout Three doesn't really let you customize very much because you know you you see your character get born and you grow up in the vault and that's the end of it. Like you know. You don't have a lot of freedom to choose what kind of where your character comes from, and the way you do with Skyrim, and the way you even do with Fallout New Vegas. Like New Vegas, you're a courier, okay, yeah, but you have a lot of options on how you do it. So I, I feel like with Fallout Three, you know, it, it's the same basic approach every time. You grew up in the vault. Your dad left you. You have to go find him. The end. I need. Yeah, I guess. I need to give Fallout Three another try. I've tried so many times. Well, with Elders, you know, like um, Oblivion and Skyrim. I yeah. just kind of got on with them, and Fallout 3 is a game that I would really, really want to like, so I'm going to give it another huh. try. What is it I about mean, I, those, hang on, what is it about those games you don't really get into? It's just, difficult to say. There seems to be a disconnect between what you're doing and, you know, I mean, like, if I can use Mass Effect 2 as an example, and Mass Effect 2, wherever you go in another area or another station or another planet, there, you know, there, there's like a big plot, a big storyline around where you go. Right. I just find that in these open world games, you could be like wandering around aimlessly for two, three, four hours and not. A lot oh happens. yeah, that's that's why people love it. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's why you love it, isn't yeah. it, Duke? Yeah. It's not for the story; it's for all the other shit that's going on. I around mean, me. I like GTA. I mean, I love Grand Theft Auto. I love Sleeping Dogs. I can do that, but it's just mm. Fallout Three in general. I really, really want to like this game, and I really want to like Fallout New Vegas, and oh, I really want to, but I just yeah, I just can't go on with it. I hear you, and I mean, I think that, yeah, Bethesda isn't known for coming up with great stories, so I don't, I understand how you feel sort of let down by, or not compelled, at least. Um, But, I don't know, again, like, that's kind of why I like it, because I I don't have to go. It's dirt cheap now, apparently, it's, um, it's oh, it's very cheap. I mean, but let's, let's be honest here, you know, if, if, well, not if, but when uh, Fallout 4 gets announced Uh at the Bethesda Thing, you know, Duke is going to jizz his pants. That's that's what's going <laughs> to happen. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be very messy. It's going to be very messy in Duke's pants. So anyway, <laughs> I played some Fallout Three. Moving along. Um, yeah, and that game continues to be of high quality. And I, I should give a shout out right now to Harley Dan because I'm playing his version, which is the Game of the Year version. Uh, when I bought it again, I bought the regular version for some reason. That was just dumb of me. I should have bought it. It was probably cheap. It was probably well, cheap. Wow, but a game of the year wouldn't have been that much more expensive. I mean, if the game, base game was $5, the game of the year would have been 8 or something. Like, well, how cheap am I? We know Very how cheap, cheap you are. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we know how cheap you are. Right. Um, and then I played a little Neverwinter. Um, oh, Neverwinter. All right. Yeah. The, 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 oh. Right. And, I mean, that was mostly just because I was thinking, hey, I wonder how Neverwinter is these days. And, you know, again, I, I played a little bit of the thing from um, when I played Pillars of Eternity. Part of me was like, oh, you know, this isn't as exciting as I want to be. And, and I thought, oh, Neverwinter, you know, I haven't played in too much of it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, it's it's the same thing it was. I thought, you know, it's funny because I thought maybe they would make me start a new character because it's been, you know, months since I've played it. 
and they didn't. Like they just put me right back where I was in the middle of this graveyard gathering, you know, magic books or whatever. And I was like, eh, this is the reason I stopped playing this is because it's become sort of fetch questy and just kind of like dull. You're just running around doing the same kind of thing over and over again, killing groups of enemies, groups of enemies, groups of enemies. Just a minute, just a minute. So let me just get this straight. So you're saying an MMO it revolves around doing the same quest I know, all right? the time. Can you, it's hard to believe. I, who'd, have, who'd have figured that? I can't believe it. on its face that that would be what's going on, but it is. I know. That's crazy. And then I said, because I saw some people talking on Reddit about free-to-play games, and it just got me thinking, like, ooh, free-to-play. Yeah, Neverwinter's a good free-to-play game. And it is. Like, Don't get me wrong. Neverwinter is a good game, like, at its core. Like, it's a good MMO, at least. Um, but then I was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this. And then I looked around, and I was like, oh, yeah, Warframe. Because a lot of people were talking about Warframe. Like, that's a free-to-play game. And so I, I and I played it once upon a time back in the day, but apparently it's gone through a lot of changes since then. So I was like, all right, I'll give this another try. And, I mean, it's a good game. It remains a decent game. But it's, again, sort of, you know, grinding and doing the same thing over and over again, shooting lots and lots of enemies. And, I mean, that's it's good. It does it very well. It's sort of Destiny-ish in that you've got to do lots of missions and quests, and you can you know, adjust the color scheme on your Warframe suit and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's it's a basic, you know, it's a pretty basic game, um, which is fun, but I, I don't know that I'm going to keep coming back to it because, again, there's no real story and there's no real, um, how do you call it? You know, not a lot of variety in what you're doing. Impetus. There's yeah. no motivation for right. you to keep playing. Right. But I think, I find from, you, you know, talking about MMOs that you're playing... I feel like that's always the case with you. I think it I always comes back to this motivation to keep playing it. You play it for a while, right. and then you get bored, right. and then you're like, ah, Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Skyrim. Speaking of which, did you see that thing I posted on Facebook about the hotel in Turkey? Which it's called the Hotel Azura, and they've got the statue from Skyrim which came, in the hotel. Which came, which came first, though? Skyrim, I'm guessing, I, in that case. I think so, but I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of myth or legend that skyrim based it on and then they found i don't know but it would be really awesome if the hotel in turkey was like we love skyrim let's put this actual statue outside our hotel our funders aren't going to support that and don't tell them where it's from tell them it's from an ancient legend or something that's funny although i would i would think it's more likely that if you know the hotel was built first skyrim someone from skyrim was like oh that looks cool yeah let's use that i wouldn't be surprised by either of those so anyway warframe is okay but it's nothing amazing so it's worth the money yeah, it's worth every cent that you pay for it. So, <laughs> Every cent that you don't pay in your case. Yeah, well, anybody, nobody pays. You shouldn't be paying for that. So. No, people pay. Otherwise, these games wouldn't exist. I guess. But you know, anyway. You, you might not be in that 5% who pay, but no, people I am pay. Um, and then I was like, okay, you know what? Dude, if I'm looking for a role-playing game, god damn it, I have a good role-playing game on my computer. It's called The Witcher 2. Of course you do. Of course I do. So I'm finally going to go back to this. And I did. And it's very good. And the one thing I'm nervous about, because I forgot about all the different ways in which you're supposed to deal with oils and you're supposed to be yeah. potions. And I'm just, I don't want to deal with any of that. And there are all these different spells you can I just want to use the one where you light people on fire and then kill people. And so yep. I, I'm hoping I can do that. But I'm worried that there are going to be certain missions where it's like, you know, like I didn't know how to do with the 
silver sword. Like there's gonna be things where I'm like, I can't kill this bad guy, and someone's gonna be like, Well, duh, you need to combine the yellow and the blue oils, and then drink the sixth potion. And I'll be like, oh, It does, it does bad. get it. I mean, I remember doing a boss fight, and I had to do all that sort of preparation ah, before I went to see, it. I can't stand. There that. is. That. I'll tell you this. Yeah, and again, I, I don't want to be a Bethesda fanboy, but Skyrim, it doesn't matter who you're fighting. End of the day. Bash it with the pointy thing, yeah. and cast some spells, and it's yeah. like yeah. you don't have, you know. And that's the thing that drove me crazy with Final Fantasy VII, is that you had to have the proper, you know, gem locked into your sword matrix or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with any of that. Let me just stab <laughs> things and you know, cast fireball spells and magic missiles. Yeah, I think the irritating thing I found playing The Witcher Two was. You kind of had to, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was always, you know, all the herbs and stuff you needed to make the oils was always around, so there was always plenty of it about. Yeah. You know, there was an abundance of it. But you you just found yourself oiling your sword all the time because you never knew what was around the next corner. And one of the mechanics that just didn't work very well in Witcher 2 was that once you were in a battle, you couldn't do anything. Right, you right, you had right, to right, fight right, through right. until you got killed, right. and then... The next time around, right. you'd put all the oils and shit right. on your sword, and then you were ready for it, and that was irritating. And that's the other thing, is that, like, one of the, again, and I'm not trying to... Okay, let me switch out. Dragon Age has a lot of different ways to go about doing a thing, like, and a lot of the stuff in Dragon Age is optional. And I think one of the things that I really love most about Skyrim is that most of the game is optional. And I love the fact that... I can just go off and wander around, or I can do this, or I can do that, and I can fight monsters in lots of different ways. And with The Witcher 2 and most role-playing games, to be fair, there aren't that many options. It's just sort of like very straightforward, and that's a little annoying to me. So, yeah, I've just gotten spoiled, I mean, that's all. I mean, just let me check. Are you playing it on its easiest setting? I am playing helps. it on easiest, yes. Yeah. Because I, yeah, that, I remember I did the little, you know, when for those who haven't played The Witcher 2, when you start it, the tutorial t- takes you through creating a health potion, because that's step one, so that's good. And then you do this little, like, tournament combat thing where you fight wave after wave of enemies in order to figure out where they should put you in the difficulty level. And when they did, it said, you're going to go on easy. Because you only kill like one or two enemies or whatever. And I was like, no, I'm putting on regular. And then I was like, no, you know what? I don't really need all that. Because that's the other thing yeah. is that you're supposed to be able to parry, but only when the little icon shows up. So you're supposed to block it until that icon shows up and then you attack. And I was like, I couldn't I couldn't see the icon showing up. And so I wasn't parrying correctly. And I just don't. I don't think all the things work very well in The Witcher the way they're supposed to. I mean, I mean the interesting thing about that, you know, that whole tutorial at the beginning was added specifically for console players. Yeah. Because it wasn't in the original PC version of the game, and they added it in later uh, because console players obviously would struggle a bit more. See, and... all they thought. Right. Well, and the thing that I think that the developers did with this game is that the, the first Witcher game was so focused on story, and the combat really wasn't all that great in the first Witcher game, which was okay because you weren't paying attention to the combat. Mostly it was the story and the characters and stuff like that. So and they had this weird auto-combat, didn't they, the first Yeah, thing. it did, exactly. And I think that what they tried to do is they tried to make it you know, sort of stand out. And, okay, I did not put that Fallout 3 test pattern on the screen. That just came up. That was really weird. Oh, I see. <laughs> It's oh your goodness. fault. Don't don't give us any of that. I'm saying shit. We know. That's just we so know what weird. You're like. They would suddenly use a Fallout 3 when I just mentioned Fallout 3. Oh my god. 
Oh my god. Anyway, I think they tried to make the combat in this game more intriguing, which it is, but they added so many different mechanical elements into the combat that it just got overloaded with its own complexity. So, but that's a minor complaint in general. So, I, I you know, I'm enjoying it. It's first part I've done this before, so I'm I'm having fun with it and uh yeah, it's I mean, you know, it's a really good game, so We'll see how long I stick with it. It's got, I mean, the one, the one nice thing about The Witcher compared to something like Skyrim is, as far as story goes, it's in a completely different league to Skyrim. It is, and I mean, you know, the opening cutscene of this game is probably one of the best opening cutscenes that's ever been in a game, where the dude jumps on the ship and he freezes. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it's just so beautiful and it's so well done. It's uh, that's a very good opening cutscene. And the last thing I'll say is Geralt is a good or Geralt, whatever the hell his name is. He's a good character. Uh, you are forced to play as him, which is, you know, whatever. You can take it or leave it. There's some ways in which that's interesting, some ways in which I wish I had more variety. But he's got the dumbest hood in the world. It's a normal-looking hood, but it's got a little tail on the end of the hood. And I'm like, what is that? Why would he have that? Why not just make a normal hood? Why does he have a little tail at the back? He looks like an elf at a Santa Claus mall thing. <laughs> It's a Witcher hood, man. Don't you dare Why do you need a special <laughs> tail on a Witcher hood? That makes I don't know. Because so, that's what he has on Duke, are you going to get part three of that game, then? The uh, one that, in two the one years, sure. No. Oh, yeah. In, in two, two years, years, I'll be definitely man. getting that. Oh, yeah. He'll be, he'll be up for that when he's like, you know, a dollar. There's no it's way a dollar, I'll, I'll get let it. Let me say this. There's no way I'm going to play The Witcher 3 before I play Dragon Age and Quiggy Wig. So, eh. yeah. Well, well, eventually, we'll yes, I will play it eventually. <laughs> we'll see. Yep. Uh, is that it for you, Duke? That's is that it everything? for me! Well, um... Speaking of The Witcher week, 3... Yeah, I'm ah. not coming to that first, because, uh, yeah, I tried to get the get Wolfenstein, the new order, finished oh. off this week. Ooh. Wolfenstein! And I, nearly, I know, I nearly, nearly did it. I've, I think I'm only about one level off the end. You oh, know, I'm one level from finishing the game. Yeah. And I like it. I mean, I've got to say, it is a good, good game. It's a good first-person shooter, and there's a lot of challenge. And I had to, I'll be honest, right, I had to knock it down to the lowest difficulty setting uh-huh. uh, because it got to a point where I was just getting killed over and over uh-huh. and over, and I'm just like, ah, oh, see, I've had enough now. That's it. Forget it. Uh, and I thought I was actually playing on easy as it goes, uh-huh. and then... I went in to look at the settings, and there is a setting lower than what I was on called Daddy Don't Hurt Me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Screw it. I, I, I'm not proud. I'll, I'll not be hurt by who Daddy. Cares? You know, I don't I mean, care. Dude, if, if the game's not fun because it's too hard, who cares what level you put it at? So I put it onto that level, and I'll be honest with you, it's still got some challenge. You know, It's still not mega easy. Yeah. You know, and I've still been killed a few times since then. Uh, but it, I, I am getting through it a lot more than I was, you know, playing it on the other level. Yeah. And it's a great story. It's a really good game. And I, I kind of care about the characters, which I didn't think I would in a game like this. Because, yeah. you know, it's it's a bit knuckle-headed, you know. And it, when you see him in the cutscenes, he's just a big block. Uh, they've done a good job of still making him look like the character out of the original Wolfenstein, but just a really updated version of him. So he's he's still got these massive, great, big, square shoulders that have no resemblance to a real-life person. Um, but it, it's still enough so that it looks like, you know, it looks really, really enough for the game and really enough that it looks like the original character from, from the original Wolfenstein. So that is kind of cool. And, um, yeah, yeah, oh, whatever. I've got Antonio going, I finished on the hardest difficulty. He's just the what? most amazing gamer ever. Amazing. Look, I'm old. 
That's my, uh, my excuse. Yeah, you also don't make but, your living off of YouTube, old man. You have exactly. a job, God. I have a job. A loser. Um, but I thought it was all right. I like it. I like it a lot. So uh, I can definitely recommend it. And, it, you know, you can pick this up pretty cheap wherever now. You know, it's not it's not a whole lot of money to pick up. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's definitely worth playing. And it looks good. Uh, so, yeah, I've played that. And I've also uh, played and finished in one sitting today, episode three of Life is Strange. Oh, and it's fast becoming a potential game of the oh year contender for me. Yeah, yeah it's it is. crazy. It's it's this episode has probably been the strongest one so far, and I'm so sad that it doesn't look like a lot of people are playing this. You know what I mean? I was I, I was looking. You know, you can. It's you know, like the Telltale games. It, there are decisions you make in the game that are then given a percentage at the end compared to other players and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you can do, obviously, do the world one, so compared to other people in the world, or you can do sort of, um, you know, compared to your friends list. Yeah. Now, I have 139 players on my friends list. Right. And not a single person is playing it. Of any Of any of those players. And it's bloody good. It's a really... I mean... I, you know, and I'm certainly not going to give any spoilers because it's it's too good to do that. But the characterization and the sort of you know the development of the relationship between you and the other main character in the game in this episode was second to none. And there were there were two particular moments that were very there was there was two moments that were very poignant, and the the way they handled them was was really really great. So. All I can say is, if you've never played this, and it's not a whole lot of money to pick up, I think it's about £15 for the season pass, uh, you know, and it's the third episode in now. And, and don't get me wrong, they, they, there are some things that are a bit clunky and some of the, the sort of, you know, mechanics and things that happen and some of the, the tasks that they give you to do are a bit sort of annoying sometimes and a bit sort of tedious. But taking all those things into account, this is still a, such a great narrative and and this sort of episode, they have taken it in a whole uh, direction that I never saw coming. And I'm so impressed. I mean, don't nod before this. Hadn't made a whole lot of stuff. They did Remember Me, which was all right. You know, just a bit of a third-person action game. And then suddenly they come up with this, you know, and take on this sort of telltale episodic sort of gameplay and they've done something pretty incredible and yeah i'm totally blown away and i'm i I can't wait now to sort of play the next episode i want to know what's gonna happen i want to know what's gonna happen yeah i mean and it it is all about the story you know the the time bending mechanic stuff's there but again like the telltale games it's kind of just there as a as a mechanism for moving you through the plot yeah and it's, it's actually the writing and the story that made this game what it is. And and I'm sure you, you'll play this game at some point and you'll think some of the dialogue's a bit clunky. Yes. You know, and not as well written as it might be. But taking all that aside, it's still such a good game. And it's the characters that make it what well, it is. Well, I got it for free, so you know I'm going to be more into it. Than Whoa, it. Just, you've not played this and you've got it? Yeah, Jacinta gave it to me. Wow, you really need to play this. I really will. But, you know, you really I got do. Dragon Age and Quiggy Wig, and I got Fallout Yeah, but you haven't 3. got Dragon Age and Quiggy Wig, <laughs> have you? Battlefield 4, and I no, got seriously, Pillars I mean, of Eternity, and I got Neverwinter. Give, give the first episode a go. It's only about two hours. Someday. 
Maybe. Give it a go. Uh, uh, this latest episode was probably been the longest one as well out of the three. Yeah. Uh, it was about it was about three hours it took me to play through it this morning. Uh, but like I say, it didn't get boring at all, and there's just such cool music in it, and it's just really, really good. All I can tell you is just go and play it. Yeah. It's not odd, no. I mean, Step Jay's is looking pro. It's it's it couldn't be any further from a was game. Uh, it's it's very much it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some quirkiness about it, but it's way more mainstream. Dan, I don't it's need not to play your copy of it. I have my own copy. Yeah, just get no it way. played. I'm not. You should you definitely don't supply play me it. with all my games, just most of them. <laughs> He's like a drug dealer, isn't he? <laughs> hey, Duke, you should try a bit of distance and see what you think. <laughs> um, but yeah, just give it a look. Give it a play. Just play the first episode. If I was and, Dan, and... I would like start up a game on Steam and then go to work. And like I'd be like, why can't I play these games? Dan's not even playing anything. And it's and, and I'll tell you the other thing about this game is that literally all the lead characters are, are female, which is really nice to see, that and they're, nice they're really see. well and they're really well drawn as well. You know, they're really good characters. Yeah. So yeah, loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. And I, I've got to say, if the final two episodes are as strong as the third one, because the second one was a little bit felt a bit fillerish. The yeah. second one. Uh, the first one was was pretty good. The second one felt a bit a bit fillerish, and I do feel like they've been listening to the players because one of the main criticisms was the dialogue, huh. um, and it, it's not really it, you know the first two episodes weren't that great, but it, it's definitely improved on the third one. So I do feel like they've fought. That's a very lot interesting, more. actually. You see, anyway, let me show you. I'm gonna be a nerd on the Twitch stream. The, she's about to look at this poster on the wall, and it says, "Where is it? Come on, go over, look at it." Oh, she just looks at it. She's going to go over to the wall. Hang on. Okay. The winger and the cow. That's actually the uh, the same design as the cover of The Catcher in the Rye. And I think that's probably a, supposed to be a reference to that. Let me sh- pull up the cover of Catcher in the Rye, and I'll show you. There you go. You see? Yeah. There's all these Literary connections, people. There's loads of stuff like that in the game. Yeah. Loads of cool music choices. And it's generally cool. I mean, you go around the environments, and there's a jukebox, or there's a record player, or a CD player, any of that sort of stuff. You can just See, start. There's you know, the original, playing. and there's the new one. See, there's yeah, the original, start. and there's the new one. It's clearly a reference to it. There's the original, and there's the new one. There's the original, and there's the new one. There's All the right, original, and <laughs> now I'm in Australia. Now I'm in America. Now I'm in Australia. It is. It is exactly that. Well done. Who'd have known? Yep. So there you go. See, things are cool. Yeah. You see, there's loads of cool stuff like that, and loads of pop culture. You know what? That actually does make me go, ooh, now I'm interested to play it. I want to know if there's other there's, things like that. There's a lot of stuff like Max that. Max Caulfield, the game. well, there you go. I mean, dude, the main character in The Catcher in the Rye is named Holden Caulfield. There you go. You see, yeah. stuff even I didn't know. You're, you're finding stuff, and you haven't even played the game. Saying, though. But yeah, look, give it a go, please. Yeah, if you've maybe, got the I game, give right. it a go. Give it a go. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, and like I say, I cannot wait. And if you've got this game, or you've not got this game, get this game yeah. and play it because it's it's very very good, very impressive. Uh, and then of course, the reason I didn't finish Wolfenstein is because as I was playing the game that day, uh, there was something came through my letterbox which prevented me from continuing. Oh, to play you never that. know what you can find when you open up your letterbox tomorrow. And the thing that came through the letterbox was, of course, The Witcher 3. Witcher 3! Oh, my God! Isn't it the most amazing oh thing ever? Your head explodes! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Um, okay. They have improved a Did whole lot. Do you have sex on a unicorn? Things. That's all we want to know. Not got to that oh, point. Oh, man. 
not got to that point yet. Uh, yeah, they've improved a whole lot of things. It sits up right. Here's what I think: it sits somewhere between Skyrim and Dragon Age: Quick Week. Oh, that's kind of where it sits. Well, you have because Skyrim. Obviously, it's obviously not got the group dy- dynamics of of obviously Dragon Age: Quick Week because obviously right. you're a one man on his own. Yeah. But it has got more of the open world tendencies yeah. of Skyrim oh, compared yeah. to Dragon Age: Quick Week. So what, Which had that. So what in it is like in Quick Quick? Because you just described Skyrim. It still feels quite constricted. That yeah. you are still moving from one area to another. It's not one massive open world. Right. Which makes it slightly different. You know, yeah. whereas yeah, we, whereas with sort of Skyrim, it's always one massive open world, isn't it? I'll or tell you this. This is interesting. I didn't expect this. Geralt looks older. Like, he looks like he's an older man in this game. Oh yeah, which is very and, interesting because I have And what's I was gonna say what's kind of weird is your beard grows as you play the game. Oh uh, yeah, so your beard keeps I don't on care growing. About that, so but I'm just saying like I know, but it's more mature. Which is it a, just shows you the passage of time. You know that time is actually passing yeah. and stuff's changing about him yeah. as you're going along. So that is kind of cool on its own. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's it looks obviously stunning. You know, even on the PS4. You know, and I've looked at some of the comparisons to PC just to see what I'm missing. And to be honest, there isn't a massive amount of difference. Yeah, but you would be singing all. a different tune if you had this on the PC. Like, no, I'm it's sure so I much better. Oh, it's so good. I haven't seen any major slowdowns or frame rate issues whilst I've been playing, which, you know, a lot of people were saying there was issues, but I haven't seen any of those. Uh, they did do a day one patch. Uh, so that was a, one of the biggest criticisms I've got they're apparently working on to fix, which is if there's any on-screen text... You can't see it unless you set about an inch from your TV screen. I've got a 50-inch telly and I can't read it. So can you now use potions in battle? Because it looks like yes, you have like a hot but, bar. Yeah, but you don't need to. Yeah. So here's the here's the one of the biggest differences in combat compared to the original game. You know, there's a there's a nice little hot wheel for your for your different spells and they're mapped to your right trigger. Yeah. So if you sort of map one of those and then you use the left bumper on the controller to map them mm-hmm. so you, you get five spells and then you just sort of put them on now you can then in your, in your leveling up you know where you can level up that you can make those stronger right and you can also get different things that like mutagens that will increase the power of those yeah, as well yeah, so there's other the stuff you can that's, that's that's always felt annoying yeah i mean again it's not what they seem to have done with the combat in this it's more based on your timing and stuff so you, you've got like there's two things you can do you can do a roll or you can do like a dodge right uh so you can do either of those things in combat to avoid an attack and you can do the parry now the parry's slightly different in this so what happens is just it's it's a bit more like the batman thing but there isn't an on-screen prompt mm. to tell you mm-hmm. but as as the uh opponent's about to attack you as you see them raise the sword you have to do your block at the right time right. and then he goes chink and if you get it completely right, he also kicks them at the same time, which staggers them, which gives you an opening to counterattack. Mm-hmm. So they've 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 added a bit more timing, but it's still not slick. It doesn't feel really slick when you do. It's, you know, it's not up to the level of Batman right. or Shadow of Mordor. Right. You know, in that slickness, but it's it is there. Now the other thing that's cool about it is the passage of time. It seems very slow for the day night cycle, mm-hmm. so it takes quite a while to get from day to night. And there's there's like a sort of dynamic weather happening all the time. So like when a thunderstorm happens, it looks amazing. You know, when the sort of rain starts coming and sort of lightning's flashing in the background and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know what? I'll say this about that. 
Skyrim has, you know, weather as well, and especially if you install some mods for weather, you can make it look really good. But you don't it it just sort of happens. Like it doesn't come from the horizon, you know what I mean? And it sounds like this does in terms of like a thunderstorm approaching and it, you yeah. know, in Skyrim and most other games when there's, you know, fallouts true about other games, if it rains, it just starts raining. Like out of nowhere it'll just be like cloudy and then rain. Yeah, no, with this it sort of you'll see the you know, the sky slowly starting to darken over yeah. or the wind will start to pick up and the stuff will start blowing around right, a bit more. Right. So it, it kind of does all that kind of cool stuff. Um, and the other, there's loads of cool things they've added. Like, for instance, if an enemy is too powerful, you know, too powerful for you to fight, uh, they have like a red skull on them. So, you know, like not to try. Now, I have got away with attacking a few enemies with red skulls and, and actually managed to beat them, but... Yeah eventually you'll get your ass handed well, to yeah. you. Uh, so, so again, it sort of gives you this little prompt that goes, actually, you need to go away, level up a bit more, and then come back. See, and it'll it's give good you that suggest- it tells you that. Like yeah, it gives you, su- it gives you suggested levels that you need to complete, side quests and stuff. Oh, interesting. So at the moment, I've picked up a side quest that's level 16. I'm on level 4, so I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I know I can't do that. See, that yet. makes sense, though. That's a good way of sort of leading you to know... I just like that. It kind of like clues, like, hey, here's this thing. Eventually, you'll be able to do it, but now you can't. Yeah. So you've like got all that. And I know that's and not realistic, but people, you know, realism, really? You know, I'm playing a fantasy game where you're fighting dragons. I want it to be realistic. And then the other cool thing it does is you have a horse. Okay. Now, with the horse... Uh, you do need it to get around the world because it is a big world. I mean, the first area you think, oh yeah, it's quite big, and you go around. And and the other thing is, it's a bit. It does a little bit of Assassin's Creed, in so much as when you first open the map, there's nothing really there, and then if you go to a notice board in a in a village or a town or whatever, yeah. suddenly all these little question marks appear on the map. Yes which are undiscovered places, and then you can start sort of heading to... And I found myself heading to loads of these. Yeah. Uh, and some of the little side quests have actually been kind of interesting. Uh-huh. So there have been some quite interesting side quests. Now, some of these are just like places where you can get power. And what that does, which is quite interesting, you can um, increase one of your powers, like you, you know, like your flame spell, for instance. If you find a power stone that increases that, it'll increase it for the next 30 minutes. Okay. So the next 30 minutes of the game you play, you've got enhanced fire. Right. So it does kind of cool stuff like that. Also, which is kind of weird, is is sometimes if you go to a town, say there's like a millstone. Right. If you go and click on that, it'll increase the the sort of power of your sword for half an hour. Huh. Wait, a whetstone or a millstone? Like a whetstone. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, it'll have you the power of bread. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. Um... Now you have food and stuff, so you have to use that to replenish your health when you've been in a fight. But also what he does, which is interesting, one of the first uh, things I leveled up, there's there's different stuff you can level up when you get, you know, points to spend. Uh, but one of them does, like, it increases, like, revitalizes your health over time during the day. So it gives you this automatic regeneration, which is kind of useful, because if you've been in a fight and you've lost a bit of your health, you can travel to the next place, and on the way there, it'll revitalize your health. Uh-huh. So that's kind of cool. And also, like, yeah, as I was saying about the horse, what's cool about the horse is uh, if you're on a path and you just hold down the X button to canter, it'll just stay on the path automatically. You don't have to steer the horse. Oh, that's pretty nice. Which is pretty Sandy. cool. And if you, yeah, and if you go on, the, like, a side path, so you can you can manually steer it onto the side path and then just let go and it'll just carry on steering on the side path you've, you've moved on to. Uh-huh. 
uh, and it's got this weird even though obviously you don't have gps back in those days you know if you if you mark this is a fantasy in those days, game if, no but you know what i mean it's it's like medieval setting yeah, isn't it you know I, what i mean yes but anyway on your little mini map if you've set an objective you get a little white dotted line to follow on your mini map so there's like a little dotted line appears on there yeah cool um and it's it's just slick. I mean, you know, Geralt, of course, is still a cool character. Yeah. And you know, so and it's also got this really cool meter thing where you get like a, an adrenaline attack. So if you say, you know, and he will move on to the next enemy. If you're fighting like four or five enemies at the same time, yeah. you know, he'll move from one to another automatically. And as I said to you on the on the Twitter, he'll you know, depending on what type of enemy it is, he'll automatically get out the right sword at the beginning of the fight. Oh yeah, now you got me. Yeah, so if he's sort of, you know, if it's if it's a, obviously a beast, he'll, he'll automatically pull out his silver sword, and if it's not, he'll get his steel one out. Yes, that's a good way to deal with that. You see? You see? All these things that are cool. Um, so they, they have obviously spent a whole lot of time thinking about what they needed to do to improve on on Witcher 2. Yep. And make it a, a more fulfilling and enjoying sort of play. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually enjoying it so far, and I've played... I've probably played in the region of about probably about eight hours already, which is crazy, really. Yeah, some going. But yeah, but time just flies. I mean, it's it's like like Skyrim. You you just lose track of time yeah. as you're playing the game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, a friend of mine just as we were talking this to my mate Chris, he's just um he he's just brought a brand spanking new PC, and uh, he's just sent me photos of Witcher Three running on his uh, PC at sixty frames per second at fourteen forty p. Yeah, and it will look nice. What kind of swat did he use to get into his... Uh, beautiful. <laughs> He's a chainsaw uh, to just slide up from there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a glorious looking game, you know, and it, it does look lovely. And it just plays well. And and if, the other thing that's, where, again, where I'd say it differs from Skyrim is, you know when you go into a cave system in Skyrim, you know... It's going to be massive most of the time, though. No, you're going to spend a lot of time trolling around it. You know, Sometimes collecting there's loot. small little caves. Not always, though. You know, you'll go into one and it'll no, be huge. No, you don't know. I mean, it. that's the thing. Sometimes they're small, sometimes that's they're large. Most, most of the systems I've been in in this game, unless it's part of the story, yeah. you know, more incidental stuff, yeah. they're, they're, they're pretty tiny. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They're, they're just little indentations in the rock more often than that's not. That's fine. Um... But it, uh, I just cannot tell you how great this looks, Duke. And I think because of all the changes they've made, I think it certainly would be a much more appealing game for you to play than than Witcher 2. I think this mm-hmm. is more up your alley. I mean, there's no... You know, uh, obviously the first... Probably first couple of hours of Witcher 2 are quite linear yeah. in nature, aren't they? They're quite mm-hmm. concentrated in yep. you know a certain area. It's point A to point B. Mm-hmm. There's no exploration True. or any of that sort of stuff. In this game, from the get-go, it's like, here's a world, go and explore. Yeah. There is some impetus. Here's a bit of a story to get you going. Uh, but if you want to just, you know, mosey around doing just random fighting and, you know, collecting loot and stuff like that, you can go ahead and do that as well. Cool. You know, and I think I think that's what you like about it more than anything. Well, all right. And th- I mean, even stuff like there's some like interesting stuff they've done with like merchants, for instance. Like there was a village that didn't have one, and then there was like a little question mark, you know, an undiscovered area. Yeah. So I went to investigate, and these bandits had the merchant locked up in a cage. Uh huh. So then, you know, I had a fight with the bandits, killed them, 
got the key off the leader, opened the cage, and then he gave me a discount on any for any stuff that I bought off Yay! him. Yay! Yeah, because I'd like saved him from the bandits. And when you went into his shop, did he go? Everything's for sale, my friend. Nope, because he didn't have a shop. He just stood at the side oh, of the road. Okay. I'd yeah. even buy your sister if you were selling. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's I mean, what, what I mean, what I'm. Says. Yeah, exactly. What I am gonna have to do though is. I need a new silver sword. The one I've got is not that powerful. Ah. And I've got a blueprint. You pick up loads of like, well, they call them diagrams, but they're basically blueprints for more equipment or, you know, different stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you have to go to, like the quartermaster, I know, definitely does swords, but not all of the blacksmiths make swords. Some of them only do weapon, uh, do armor, uh-huh. so they don't do weapons. Uh, but I do need to get this sword made because it's it's way more powerful uh, than the one I've got, and the, there's some cool little additions on the on the PS4 version. For instance, you know the the big the giant button, the yes, giant button. the huge button that serves no purpose on the PS4 controller. Uh, if you just swipe up on it, you know, just touch it and swipe up, it brings up the world map. Oh, there you go. You couldn't possibly use a like a start button for that. If you do a quick press, it brings up the menu for all your stuff. Yes, including the world map. And if you do a long press, it brings up your inventory. Okay. So it does some cool, like quick access stuff, which I really like about it. So that's that's kind of cool as well. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've, you know, they've given some real thought to how, you know, how they're gonna implement that sort of stuff. The the the, the biggest grabs I have, like I say, the very tiny writing. So obviously playing on a big TV makes absolutely no difference. You could play this probably on a sixty, seventy inch TV, and you still won't be able to read what's on See, the that's screen. That's ridiculous. That's just stupid. Yeah, yeah, and so that needs sorting out. Um, and the other gripe I have on. And I haven't died that often, thank God. Oh, yeah, and yeah, here's a big thing. Yeah, like Skyrim, like Fallout, manual save all the time. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, and but, they, but they've done this thing which is a bit annoying. Where they, I think there's only eight save slots. Huh. So you have to write over old saves like all the time constantly, so you can never go back to really old saves. You have to. Yeah, but sort does of anybody go. actually ever do that? I mean, I, I keep saves going all the time, and I start new ones over and over again, but you never end up needing them. No, I mean, unless something really drastic has happened, which it, that kind of can't happen in this game some way or yeah. another. Uh, the other thing they've done, which is really cool, by the way, if you have potions, uh-huh. you know, if you've created different potions, once you've done them once, you don't have to do it again. And when you meditate in the game, it replenishes them all automatically. Yeah. So if you if you have, like, a stock of six potions and then you meditate, like, like say you've got two left, you meditate for an hour, and then it's replenished, so you've got six again. Yeah, cool. So that, and it refills your health automatically as well when you do that. Nice. So there's there's loads of nice little things that that work in the game, and you don't have to run that far away from an enemy to be able to do that. Cool. Amar, so, yeah. are you at all interested in this? Does this pique your intrigue at all? Um, very, quite interesting actually. Like I said, it's something. It's a genre that I want to get into, and yeah, uh, yeah the more the more people talk about it, the more likely that's going to happen. So hmm. yeah. there you go. But yeah, I can I can again recommend it so far. I'm not that disappointed, and I'm certainly not thinking that I've made a bad purchase, you know. Because obviously, Chidi's big thing was like, oh, I'm not buying any games like this first day because you know they'll have yeah. to patch it a million times yeah. and it'll be broken and all that sort of stuff. Well, it's certainly uh, the new generation has a bad track record when it comes to that sort of thing. But it sounds like this yeah. game doesn't suffer from that, which is good. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, obviously the writing issue but they're going to try and fix that and the other like say on the other occasion you do die which I didn't mention I, I started and went off track on Go something ahead, else mention that. Uh, the load times are horrendously long 
Uh, there isn't any load times really in the game itself, wow. apart from when you move from uh, one area to a new up, one. It loads forever. Yeah, but when you die and have to restart, it takes an age to reload. It just seems to take forever. Yeah. Um, but so far, so good, really. I mean, what's what's interesting is, yeah, all right, t- like Tusker's going, use the Zoom feature, Stu, press the PS button. Why should I have to? I shouldn't have to do that, should I? That's I shouldn't true. have to Zoom I agree in. with that 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a feature there to, to you know negate the issues, but I shouldn't have to do it. No, you should not. I shouldn't. And, and I'm assuming this isn't unique to the PS4 either. This will be an, a, a, presumably the same issue on, on Xbox One as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not going to be unique. Um, but yeah, overall, it, it's pretty damn good. It's pretty, I mean, for instance, just to give you an example of, of some of the weird side quests that I had to do, I'd, I just came across some random woman uh, stood at the side of a hook complaining. And when I went to speak to her, um, she, <laughs> she said to me that. Uh, some guy had come up and spoken to her, asked her, did she have a frying pan? And she said, yeah, I've got one of those. And then he stole it off her, went into the hut and locked himself inside. <laughs> right? So, so then she's like, can you get the pan back for me? So I was like, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> so I sort of, I had to break the door down. You know, went in the hut. The guy was, as it happened, dead. And he'd been using the soot from a frying pan to write messages with. So he'd sort of been using it to write all these messages and he was wanted by someone and something weird had gone on. And yeah, it's, it's just like I said, some of the side quests they give you are just like really weird, silly side quests. And it, in some respects, it, it reminds me a lot of Red Dead Redemption in that respect. Mm. You know, like the random encounter stuff. You know, when you just come across somebody being, you know, like tied up or something going on. Yeah. There's quite a bit of that in this game. You know, you'll just come across some bandits doing something they shouldn't be, and then you'll just have a bit of a, a quick fight with them and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like Like I say, totally recommend it so far. It's really, really good. And um, I guess one of the best signs of this game currently for me at the moment is when I'm not playing it, I want to be playing it. Uh, that's, uh, that is a good yeah. sign. Yeah. It is. It is. So I'm kind of like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to. I want to be seeing. You know, I want to know what's going to be doing next. And 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 I think even though it's it's done it's done this fairly big open world thing this time around, you're still compelled to play the story. And I think The Witcher. I think they've done a good job of balancing open world side questy stuff. You know, with with the sort of sort of story that they've got going on. And, and what's kind of interesting as well in the way that they structured it is between like a story objective in the next one, there's always quite a few little side quests to do along the way. Yay, side so quests e- along the way. Yeah, so even though you might have quite a few, you know, quite a distance to travel between two points on the map, you know you're going to have stuff to do along the way, so you, you're always going to be kept engaged, and, it, you know, it helps you level up, so you're keeping on levelling up your character all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, get the game. Uh, re- review noise so far for this game is... Uh-huh. so there you go you know that may change and and you know potentially this is going to be another game of the year contender i would have said yes so far but i haven't really played enough of it to to make that sort of judgment just yet right um so yeah it's good it's really good and just to mention as well if you buy if you're gonna buy this i would recommend getting it on disc rather than downloading it digitally because you get the soundtrack on cd uh, you get a compendium, you get a map. Yeah, follow Stu on the uh, Facebook, and you can see all the stuff he got. Yep. 
So there's there's just tons of stuff you can do. So there's like you know you get loads of stuff with the game, and it's a long time since I've seen that happen. And and interestingly as well, they're giving away uh, sixteen free DLCs uh, just with the, just for buying the game on whatever platform you get it on. Dude. And the first two of those were were interesting. One is so you can change his hairstyle. What? So you can change like his beard and what hairstyle <sighs> he's got. You had me, and then you lost but, me. But listen, but listen. Uh, but the other one is is additional stuff for your horse. Okay. Now they don't give you these. You still have to purchase them in game. But one of them adds thirty to your carrying weight. Which is obviously a big advantage because you can just suddenly carry more stuff around that you couldn't before. Okay. So that's really, really good. Uh, and they've also got blinkers for your horse, which stop it getting as scared when you're, you know, fighting it. Because you can fight stuff on your horse as well on horseback. Okay. Uh, but if he gets too scared, he throws you off. So you can have blinkers for him that stop that happening. Um, and the other one that increases your horse's stamina so he can gallop for a longer period of time. Okay. So, so that's cool. I mean, that's DLC that's worth having. You know, it's not. It's actually adding some value to the game. It's not just cosmetic. Yes. It actually serves a purpose. As, in, as in long, the I guess as long as you're not paying real money for the... No, no. It's all totally free, yeah. and it's just any, any... Now, there is some weird mechanic. Talking money in the game, there is this weird mechanic. You pick up florins and orins, right, which are like some sort of weird, like, gold money and stuff. But then... You have not until later in the game when you unlock one of the cities. There's a bank that you have to go and then exchange them for crowns that you can then spend at the shops. So all a bit weird, all a bit weird. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of it for what I've been playing this week. So at that point, now uh, that we we're ninety minutes some... in, we can finally talk to pay, we can get to phase two of the show. <laughs> yeah, which is news. putting news first. Putting news first. Um, and I'm going to start with some Witcher 3 news. Oh, I don't have to change the stream. <laughs> just let this keep I know, playing. you don't have to change the stream. All right. Uh, now, talking of money, uh, there is an exploit in the game that people are now doing to get lots of money. Uh-huh. That someone's figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that is quite funny. And what they've realized is near one of the, the little towns that you can go to, there's a field full of cows. Okay. Okay. And what they're going, what they're doing is going in the, going into the said field, slaughtering all the cows in the field, oh, collecting all the cow hides, okay, then going to the merchants in the nearby village or town and selling said cow hides, meditating for an hour, which respawns all the cows, going back in the field, killing all the cows, rinse and repeat. Now, what's funny about this exploit though is now, how that many, how many how much gold do you get per cow hide? I don't know, but you get a lot. Apparently, it doesn't take very long to make a lot of money. Okay. So you can make a lot of money. But what's funny is the cows are persistent. They don't disappear from the game. So <laughs> so people who are doing this are ending up with this field just piled up with dead cow carcasses. <laughs> like, oh, hundreds oh, and hundreds. Like on The Simpsons. Of- it's like, Dad, you're going to wipe out the buffalo. I wipe out a whole species? Oh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. There you go. So, yeah, so I've not done it because I think, to me, there's more interest in playing the game properly and actually making money the real way rather than, you know, going <laughs> killing a field full of cows over and over again until you've made a lot of cash. So. Yes. 
but if you look, if you want to go for it, just you know, go ahead and do it because you know people are gonna do stuff like this. You know, as soon as you find out, you can. But yeah, so there you go. Just keep meditating, piling up the cows. Or yeah, so that's... Just play the game the way it's intended to be played, and don't have cow slaughter simulator as a way to get money. I know. That's ridiculous. But people, oh. people do it. Never understood uh, that. But there you go. Suck. People do it. People do it. Uh, the other Witcher Three news is there's been some controversy since this game released, uh, and it it comes back to this: the dreaded. Uh, we'll show you some early gameplay footage at some developers conference and. Then it, then when the actual game releases, it doesn't look anywhere near as good as the footage that they showed at said conference. Yes. Uh, so this is kind of reared its ugly head again. People are accusing, you know, CD Projekt Red of nerfing the game to run on consoles, and that's the reason that the PC version doesn't look as good as it did in the early footage. So, yes. so this, I mean. I don't know. I mean, what do you think about this, first of all? You Fine know, this, if, Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, they, they have responded to the accusations. And basically, they said this. Uh, give, me a, give me an accent. I'll, I'll try my best to do a Chini accent. Um, do a, um, a, um, a Birmingham accent. A Birmingham yeah, what's going on, like? That's, a, that's great, a place, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. That's there you go. Yeah. I'm just, just made loads. All right, let's, uh, let's get it right first before we do it. Is that, is that all right? That's spot on, spot on. Is that all right? Okay, here we go then. Uh, and this this is what, uh, let me just tell you his name before he does his Birmingham accent, is Iwinski uh, said this. He said, You're right, if, uh, if the console's not involved, there's no Witcher 3 as it is. We, we can lay it out that simply. We, and now I'm going scouser for some reason. Just me, I'll have to, I'll have to readjust the accent. Just a minute. I don't know what I'm doing. Like. Uh, that's the God help scouser. the person who tunes in hoping to get some <laughs> here. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening with just, the Witcher Three? I have no idea, but I do know that. <laughs> we just couldn't afford it because consoles allow us to go to higher in terms of possible or achievable sales. Uh, have a higher budget for the game and invest it all in developing this huge, gigantic world. Developing only for the PC, yes, probably we could have got more in terms of graphics, uh, as there would have been nothing else. But would it be so focused like if we only developed on Xbox One or PlayStation 4, but then we cannot afford such a game? So basically what he's saying is, had it been <laughs> PC only, yes, it potentially would have looked better. But had they not done it on the console as well, it wouldn't have looked God, better because he wouldn't really have had a game. Is it much of a difference? Why are people even talking about this? <laughs> because How pathetic are people? If you spend $1,000 on a video card, you deserve to have disappointment when it doesn't look amazing and super and wonderful. Yeah. It's pathetic. I mean, it's just pathetic. Apparently, apparently when asked about the graphics change, uh, Il- 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 Ilwinski went on to explain how version of the title showed uh, trade shows and gameplay demos aren't the finished product, commonly referred to as a vertical slice. These snippets of gameplay are able to run at a very high fidelity simply because that's what they're designed to do. Once the rest of the game is added around this very small slice of the game, however, and the citizens have to contend with an entire open world to keep on running, it becomes a lot more harder to do. While some people may argue this game looked better in 2013 in terms of scale and frames per second, it's the finished product that's the winner. I mean, look, I I can't I, look. I agree and I disagree with this point because I do feel like they are 
raising people's expectations beyond what they actually know is possible. Because at the point when they show that demo, that's running at some crazy frame rate and and with this crazy high fidelity, they know full well when they create this massive open world, it's never going to look like that. They know that. This is the exact same thing they do at McDonald's commercials where they have, you know, a cheeseburger. It's like, 10 pounds of beef and three slices of cheese. And then when you go to actually get some McDonald's, it's like one tiny sliver of meat and one wimpy piece of cheese. Yeah, it's advertising. It's, it's not exactly false advertising, but it's certainly trying to make things look better than they really are. Yeah, it reminds me of that scene in Falling Down. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, dude. Michael you get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Look at what's on the picture. Do you see something wrong here? Yeah. Um, I don't know. The customer's always right. Here I am, the customer. That's not our policy, sir. Yep. Do you know, funnily enough, right, I have to say, and this is true, uh, we went to watch a concert and we were coming on real late and we went into a McDonald's at about midnight and um, we we had to wait for them to cook us a Big Mac, you know, because they didn't have any prepared already. And it looked like the picture. Yeah. It's actually the first time ever oh that God. I've had a McDonald's burger that looked exactly like those pictures look. Because yeah, I was like, whoa. And I remember saying to Kay, wow, it looks like the picture. It's amazing. It is amazing. Um, anyway, he did finish off. He did say, uh, well, uh, just me, I'll just have to get my accent again. Go, there you go, that'll do. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have shown that trailer. Oh, I've gone scouse again. Uh <laughs> I don't don't know, but we didn't know that it wasn't going to work, so it's not a lie or a bad will. That's why we didn't comment actively. We don't agree that there's a downgrade, but that's our opinion. I still sound a bit scouse. Uh, And gamers' feelings can be different. If they made the purchasing decision based on the 2030 materials, I'm deeply sorry for that. Yeah, if they believed us when we said that this is what the game was going to look like, I'm sorry, that was their mistake. I I do think that's bollocks, right? Because here we have professional game developers, right, who know what's possible exactly. and what's not possible. Well, you know what? Exactly. Let me ask you this, Stu. Let me ask you this. Would you be in favor, then, of some sort of regulation where they say you, if you show something at E3, that has to be actual in-game engine footage on, you know, an actual the consumer and PC? No. What I think should happen is, because that's difficult to control, because how right. would you... You know, most of these trailers are they're shown for games that are only just in development, yeah. so they wouldn't, right. they wouldn't necessarily know. Right. But what they should do is maybe show a more realistic you know, representation of what they think is actually possible. Oh, I agree. I think that's a really good idea. But they're not going to do it of their own free will. No. No, I'm sure you're right. But I think that's what should happen, because ultimately the... Like I said earlier, raising people's expectations. Yes, I agree. Way beyond no, no. what's possible. Actually, just staying on that, Stu. I mean, you've all seen the trailer for for Star Wars Battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I tell you, I'm Battlefront. Not, I sorry, Battlefront. Battlefield. Star Wars Battlefront. I I love yeah. Star Wars. Freudian slip. There. Yeah. I I do not for one second believe that um, the end product will look like. What, what are you talking about? Is. It's in-game footage. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Don't believe that. I mean, especially on the Xbox. Game I mean, engine footage is very different from in-game footage. I mean, it's actually oh. it's it's making it's well one of the reasons actually why I may possibly consider buying a PC um, because I want Star Wars um, Battlefront to look as good as that trailer, and I don't think they'll get that on the consoles. Of course not. 
No. I mean, the interesting thing is we know full well that that game is not going to look like that when it ships. We're not going to get that sort of fidelity. First of it all, isn't it's third like. person. You don't want... I mean, this is... I want to know what the game's going to look like while I'm playing it. You know what I mean? This is this footage that we're looking at from the trailer is like it's 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 like a movie, and that's yeah. not what the game's going mean, to look like the, when you're playing it. Game engine. Like you know, it's not like they're very careful with the wording. It's not in-game footage. Right. It's in-game right. engine. Yeah. Or else Do you know what I mean? They're, they're very clean. Right. Yeah. So the, so they're meaning it's it's built using the engine that they're going to use, but. But it's a cutscene, you know, ultimately it's a cutscene. But I did think something interesting this week when I was playing um, uh, Wolfenstein that we have finally hit that point where in-game engine actually looks better than cutscenes. Because one of the things when I was a kid back in the day is, you know, you used to see these amazing, like, you know, cutscenes that look just phenomenal. Yeah, it's like and the, then the game of Final look- Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah. And then the game itself will just look like a piece of shit, what? right? And you just be like, oh, you know, is that like that looks doesn't even vaguely resemble the cutscene I just looked at. Yeah. Whereas now, I've, what I've noticed is that a lot of the time the cutscenes are lower res than the actual gameplay footage. Yeah, you know, they they they, they sometimes even look a little bit like you know a little bit sort of blurry to be honest. And then you get into in game and you're like, oh yeah, I mean, I know I'm in game now because it looks sharper. And I think that in itself is interesting now, you know, that we finally hit that point where, you know, not only is, is in-game in-game engine, you know, in-game play stuff, not only matching the, 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 the cutscenes, but it's actually exceeding it in a lot of cases. Yeah. And I think that's kind of cool. I think that is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what they had to say about that. Um, let's talk a bit of H1Z1. Yeah. Uh, which is another... MMO, another MMO, okay. but it's, it's kind of in the vein of zombie third-person action MMO. Yeah. Um, this week, this week, uh, Daybreak, the game company that obviously make this game, have banned thirty thousand cheaters. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of cheaters. 30, yeah, thirty thousand, dude. Right. Uh, and what's kind of interesting though, um, a few banned cheaters sent emails to Smedley, which is a guy who runs the company, saying. Oh, we're really sorry for our actions. You know, I wish we hadn't done it. Oh, of course they do. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, and what's kind of funny, he replied, if you want us to even consider your apology, a public YouTube apology is necessary. Dude. Uh, no personal information, please. Email me the link. <laughs> so he sort of said, look. That's pretty funny. You know. We might consider letting you back in the game, but before we do that, you've got to kind of, you know, go and put up a public apology on YouTube first, and then, you know, we'll have a look. You know what? I didn't know you could do all this crafting in this game. That makes me interested to play it, maybe. In which game? H1Z1. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. This has been given a lot of props. Because I thought it was more like like, uh, DayZ, where you had to go and scavenge. No. It, I think there is some of that in there, but I think they've made it a little bit more accessible. Cool. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of people loving this. Well, it's it's been getting great. I'll look into it then. <laughs> Apart from all the cheaters. Well, who, but they're taking action against them, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. So all the cheaters are, are getting their uh, the the comeuppance, as it were. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure there's more cheaters Take than that in this cheaters. game. But then on the flip side, I also find myself thinking, well, do you know what? Uh, 
you know, get it sorted out so people can't cheat. Well, you that's know, easier said than done. I mean, yeah. there's, I mean, it's a, it's an arms race. It's they, they leapfrog over each other in terms of the technology that ban. You know, it's the same with, with CSGO and and you know Call of Duty and everything. They come out with ways of ban- stopping the cheating, and then people find ways around that. And then you find it's like with viruses. You know, like the uh, someone makes a virus, they make antivirus software. The people refine the virus, they refine the antivirus software. It's 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 a tough process. Like I have I have sympathy actually for people who are trying to, you know, prevent cheating because it's not yeah. Possible. I mean, and to, and to be fair, I mean it's a it's a massive move. Um, like having thirty thousand people banned in one day, you know, just getting rid of all those yeah, accounts that's good. and stuff. And and that takes presumably quite a lot of work as well to achieve. I would imagine. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't think it's as uh, as easy as you know. Control V. Now, why is there a you know, baseball bat in this C, church? You know, and Control X. You right. know, I'm guessing it's not that easy just to get rid of people. No, it's not. So, so good on them anyway for try at least trying to at- attempt to do something about it. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, this week, what what would probably be considered the one of the biggest game makers in the world are, are a bit unhappy. Oh yeah, why is that? They're, they're not happy. Uh, and that game company will be Rockstar. Oh, uh, they're they're a bit they're a bit pissed off. I think is is safe to say a little bit pissed. Why is that? Really? Uh, because they've decided to sue the BBC over the making of GTA TV movie. Uh, they're, they're taking them to court. They're suing the ass off BBC. Wait, and what is BBC doing? <laughs> the BBC are, are making a dramatization of the making of GTA. They're making a dramatization of the making of it? Yes, of the making of the game Grand Theft Like they're also. making a, a TV show where actors pretend... A like movie. A movie where their actors are pretending to make the video game. Yes. It's not the so game the as a movie, it's... No, no, no. So it's like the, the, the social network, like... but with the making of GTA Five rather than Yes, Facebook. exactly that. Exactly. Wow. They've got... Uh, Daniel Radcliffe is in the role of Sam Hauser. Really? Well, I don't know any and, people from Rockstar, so I'll take you. And Bill Paxton is playing uh, Jack Thompson. I didn't realize there was a big story to be told about this making that's, of this video game. That's a lawyer, isn't it, uh, Stu? Who's always... Yes, that's a lawyer who, you know, infamously, you know, had all, you know, get his knickers in a twist over the hot and, coffee episode and, and all that. Sort and of stuff. presumably, this is the first GTA that was that was I think it was made in Scotland. Yes. I think wasn't it? By it was indeed. Well, it still is made in yeah, Scotland. Rockstar. Forget their knocks are north, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yes, this was uh, you know how the original GTA game you know all came about and how it was made and you know all the stuff that went on and I would imagine it's a really interesting story. You know, I can imagine this will be quite a good story. to I tell. would hope so because I can imagine BBC making a movie without it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I didn't think the Facebook but, story would be worth telling, but the Social Network is an amazing movie. So, but anyway, this here's. Here's what um, Rockstar had to say. So an accent, please, one that I can maybe get away with uh, doing. French. I can, oh, don't make me do Scotty. I'm really rubbish at French. French. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. I can do it. I'm, I'm probably better doing French than Scotty. So I mean, You'll right do Scotty. Next story. Although my French accent is probably really shit as well. Uh, yeah. But anyway, here we go. Here we go. We'll try this. Uh, oui, oui. Uh, well, the hooders of the Twedmarks uh, referenced in the film title and his promotion. Sorry, uh, did I say toothless gay French person? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, look, Sorry, just go leave on, it go to on. it. It's right. 
Uh, Rockstar Games has no involvement with this project. Our goal is to ensure that our trademarks are not misused in the BBC's pursuit of an unofficial, and I repeat, unfucking official depiction of the purported events related to Rockstar Games. Of course it's unofficial. We a, Why do they have to put out? We have attempted multiple times to resolve this matter with those wankers at the BBC uh, without any meaningful resolution. It is our obligation to protect our intellectual property. And unfortunately, in this case, uh, litigation was absolutely fucking necessary. Uh-huh. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, that sounds in the, in the vein of Rockstar with all that swearing and stuff. You know, you, you can't blame them, can you? Uh, I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, did he really need to be doing this? I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Rockstar have probably a bit of a bottomless fund when it comes to lawyers and stuff. And... The BBC, as big a corporation as they are, are they going to be prepared to put a lot of money into fighting this to to get the show made, the movie made? But I don't understand what the problem is. I mean, if it was an interesting... I mean, you know, you don't want them to do a hatchet job, but for them not to... For them to say that the BBC shouldn't be making this movie at all, that just seems weird to me. I mean, I wouldn't imagine that this is going to be negative towards GTA, I would imagine they're going to sort of big up how cool it was and what happened whilst they were making it. You know what I mean? I don't understand... Yeah, that's what I'm it, asking. Yeah, I don't understand what the beef is, really. Mm. It is a, it is a really odd decision, in my opinion, and I don't understand what they're aiming to achieve by this, but, you know, they've obviously been in talks with Rockstar, you know, along the way to try and resolve it prior to this, and... It's presumably broken down, and they're just not happy with the outcome that the BBC are proposing, or they haven't. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. It is a bit bizarre. Chinny, you need to come in here and make some excuses for Rockstar. What's what's going on? I know, yeah, Chinny. Yeah. He's not here to defend them, is he? Um, but talking of Rockstar, GTA Five has sold nearly fifty-two million copies uh, through to retail, dude, uh, since its launch. Uh, so you know. As regarding that bottomless pit of money that they're going to have to fight this court case, I think they've got a bit of it. They've got, you know they got even mean? more bottomless. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 50 to, nearly 52 million copies. And 5 million of those in the UK alone. So 5 million games have been sold in the UK. I think, I would imagine, you know, I don't know whether this is true or not, but I would imagine the, you know, the next-gen version of this that they've released on the Xbox One and PS4 is probably the most successful next-gen version of a game that's been released so far, I would think. Yeah. You know, like a, like a next-gen remake. I would imagine it's done it's done pretty well. So, yeah, 52 million copies. So, yeah, well done to them. Um, we've got some news for the Oculus Rifters amongst us. Oh, you know, my who God. Planning, I know. Uh, planning on getting this, and it's it's one for the pervs out there. So here you go, pervy people. Um, Oculus Rift will be open to virtual reality porn. Oh, thank God. Oh, dear. I know, I know. You know, but but let's be honest here. People will be doing that stuff on here, won't they? Come on, let's be honest. Of course you they know? will. Of course they will. Uh, so accent, please, and I, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what was said. Scottish. <laughs> oh, God, do I have to? Yeah, he said it. He's dark. I'm yeah. just... I'm just I can't do Scottish accents. Just, come on, it's just, stop dragging your oh, feet. Man. No, it's not Do like I an audition to... for some. Okay, already. Okay. 
Since I mean, I'll have to practice now to even get anywhere. Luckily, it's not a lot. They didn't say a lot, so that's good. Uh, but here we go. Hey, Jorge, the new how's it going? It's great. That, that's, that's pretty good. Terrible. That's pretty good too. It's just hey, he just said it's good. Stop <laughs> whinging and go. anyway. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, look, the Rift is open platform. We don't control what software can run on it. Uh, Lucky said, uh, "What a, fun, a cool name! That is Lucky." Uh, Lucky said in response to a question about the intentions to block X-rated content or Raptor content variety. And that's a big deal. And there you go. That's all he said. So there you go. <laughs> See, I, I think, you know, with things like Oculus Rift and if you even look at things like um, VHS and Betamax and, and DVDs and Blu-rays, um, it's sad to say this, but, you know, um, porn was is actually one of the big drivers of that, of that technology. Yeah, so Right. Not um, only is it an inevitable part of it, but it actually helps to yeah, push it yeah. in Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Ju- I would imagine at least when this thing launches, come on, let's be honest here, you know, and the minimum ten percent of those sales are going to be to people who want to watch VR porn easily. Yeah, oh sure. If not, if not more, you know what I mean. Yes. Um, I mean the one thing. Yeah. The, the one thing I sorry. The one thing I will say is that you know I'm showing a clip on the Twitch stream where there are student you know young people playing uh, a horror game using the Oculus Rift, and I mean you know it, we, it, it requires some imagination to try to sort of transpose this particular setting into or this particular kind of experience with the other kind of thing you're talking about here with the sort of adult materials. But I think the one thing we can say in both of those instances is the people playing this game look like freaking idiots with this little box <laughs> strapped to their skull. Uh, and how much more ridiculous are you going to look when you're sitting there having a wank with this big box on your head? <laughs> have, you, have you heard about this this augmented reality Kickstarter that's out there Gosh, at the moment? Now what? Uh, there's basically someone's, someone wants to make a horror game using your mobile phone. Okay. Okay, and the way it works and is that... Telephone. You, no, you go around your house with your mobile phone and like hold the camera and it maps your house layout okay okay and then uh you you play the game by walking around your house using your your camera on your phone and it'll spawn stuff in your house through your phone camera so obviously in real life you won't be able to see it but through the camera on your phone you see stuff in your house where it shouldn't that might be interesting i don't know so yeah i kind of see that as, as fairly interesting really and i like the idea of it and if it works you could imagine it'd be frigging creepy as all hell, wouldn't it, walking around your own house seeing shit that's not there? Yeah, I'll pass on that, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So, yeah, so if you're, if you're one of those people uh, thinking of getting the Oculus Rift, you're, you're fine if you want porn because it's still going to be there. Yes. Gonna be there. Uh, and I have got an award this week uh, for the final bit of news, a, a little award uh, for the most pointless trailer ever released this year so oh far. yeah what's that uh for the new doom which lasts probably oh, about five seconds if that well hang uh, on a second let me pull it up pull it up pull it up oh is this uh, the doom e3 teaser trailer oh yeah wait, wait till you see this god I mean, monster doom is that really that's it, it? that's really <laughs> it and, and it's like, awesome. this is like and, and do you know the have you do you know the IGN do the sort of main news stories every week on like video, and it's like in-game Doom footage. I'm like, that's not. <laughs> that you can't call that footage. <laughs> it barely qualifies as anything. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, I watched it, and I'm like, oh yeah, gun loaded, uh, monster. Oh, that's it. <laughs> wow, that's nuts. Um... This is the I like English of um, video game trailers. Once upon a time. Oh. There was the a, 
<laughs> there was a news story where the, see what Chinny needs to do is he needs to do a video breakdown of this trailer. <laughs> so obviously, as he's pulling it in, see the the clip is the the the, the trailer of the smoke. Uh, once upon a time, I was watching this news story where they were talking about people coming to the United States and trying to learn a new language. And they had this news. It was the most idiotic. And it was a perfect example of how they use the smallest possible quotes from people in terms of getting actual quotes from the people they're supposedly doing the news stories about. Um, because it said, like, the, the reporter said, you know, um, the the program is... Uh, proving to be a big hit among kids as well. I like English. Many kids are signing up for the thing. And I'm like, those. they gave the kids three words. I like English. That was it. And I think this trailer is a good example of how they're doing the same sort of thing with video game trailers. I like Turtles. Yeah, I, and I mean, and this, I mean, this comes back to what we were talking about earlier because we know damn well that this game is going to look nothing like that when you're playing it. Well, we don't know that. Come on. Let's be honest here. It is not going to, it's not going to look like that, is it? I don't it? know. I don't know. It will. It's not a little like that. <laughs> if you have like you know three titans running an SLI, yeah, and a you know a a 15k monitor, it might look a little bit like that. Yes. Who knows? Anyway, it's, it's bollocks. We we all know it's bollocks. It's not going to look like that. Uh, you see, and that's a problem because people will watch this and go, "It's going to look just like that." Um, and they'll get all excited. And then when it doesn't, then they'll just complain about the fact that it doesn't look like that. Uh, and that's kind of it for the news. Hey. Oh, news. News. Uh, you sent me uh, Antonio's sound clip, but I can't play I it. I did. Ah. Oh, no, you can't. No. Oh, balls. Darn it. We'll have to save that until next week now. It's okay. We can save it. Um. Okay. Uh, time for some emails. Aww, so go on, do an email. You don't know how okay. the email song sounds goes, do you? I don't know. It's uh, emails. <laughs> right. That rules. Is that right? Yes, fine. Go. There you go, you see. Who's the first see, who email? needs sound bites? Who's the first email from? Uh, the first email is from Pink Eep. <laughs> yeah, he laughed that. <laughs> I don't even know why I did that. I don't even... uh, anyway, his email is entitled ARGs, yes or no? <sighs> no. Next. We should, we should, well, you've got to listen to his email. Let him <laughs> argue his point first. Uh, we should all be fully aware that ARGs are promotional creations used to hype upcoming titles. With that in mind, I've always been a bit weary and cautious when investigating my investi- investigating investing my time in them, although many are very clever. I have never found myself so absorbed as the current Hunt the Truth audiologues that are being revealed every Sunday, now until E3. Ultimately, this is just part of the giant hype machine for the release of Halo 5. Yeah, yeah, I know. Blah, blah, Halo, blah, blah. Even so, you guys should give it a try. This shit is good, yo. So, you're gonna you're gonna do this sort of audio logs and, no. you know, try and figure out what the hell's gonna be going on no. when they release the beautiful Halo 5 footage no. at E3 this shit. No, anyway. Uh, uh, Amar, are you interested in this sort of thing? Uh, what's ARG? I think... And I could be wrong, and Duke can. Yeah. Is it is it alternate reality game? Is That's that what, what it means? I understand it to be. I don't know what audio mm-hmm. logs have to do with anything. No, I think it's kind of. I don't know. That's what I thought it was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Uh, oh, gee, I think that's what it's on. Um, but yeah, I think it's sort of an alternate reality game thing. It's it's kind of like um, when they, they do stuff on the internet that makes... that They do it like it's real. You know, so they release video footage or audio logs and stuff, and you have to figure out what it uh, all means. Ah, right, right, yep. I'm with you now, yep. I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I, I would say that I don't. I mean, for something like Halo 5, and even taking as far as Star Wars, you know, we've all seen the Star Wars trailer for the new movie. I don't want to hear anything about this until I get the product in my hands. I want I th- no spoilers. I think this is... I think this is kind of something, you know, to what Valve do where they release these weird sound files that then you have to process through some weird decoding World War II decipherer and then it shows a picture of something, you know, all that kind I, you of You know, this is, it's interesting because this actually makes me wish that I had my soundboard so I could play the sound clip where he says, like, anybody fucking gives a shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I think that's. I think we all pretty much feel like that. I've I've never taken really any notes. I I always find it interesting to read about. You know, if someone's like deciphered all this stuff, and I mean, oh, that's kind of cool. And you you were cool for working all that shit out. I guess. Uh, but I'm I'm really not that interested in doing it myself. I mean, there's a there's a Halo app or a channel on the Xbox, so no doubt maybe a day before Halo comes out. They'll just upload the videos anyway, and you can just watch them download at your own leisure. But no, I'm not. It's just a waste of time for me, really. I'm not really into that. Yeah. Anyway, he carries on. Key from Key and Peel is the main voice actor. Really? Uh, and Kumal from Indoor Kids has been in about half of the episodes as well. Funny, scary, intense and deep are just some of the emotions that are conveyed in these 15-minute episodes. If you ask me, I think 343 should have saved their money and canned the Nightfall movie garbage thing and just stuck with this. Question. You guys ever participated in an ARG, and what are your thoughts on that? I see. I'm, I don't know whether we know what this is. Does anyone in the chat know what this is? Let me just Google this. See if it's something that we don't realize. Uh, I haven't. Don't. I don't care. I don't give a what about ARG. I think it's dumb. I'm happy playing uh, my video games on a screen with some sort of controller or mouse and keyboard. See, I don't. I don't know what else it could be apart from alternate reality game. Uh, okay, no, that's not it. You see, I have no idea. I can't find anything on Google about what that means. So, unless it's, uh, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they do this thing in the UK uh, where they simulate a zombie outbreak, uh, and they, it's called Zombie Mall. And in the south of England, just, just sort of north of London, there's an abandoned shopping mall. And then you go... And they set up all these zombies and you're given like pellet guns and all this sort of stuff. And you have to escape from the shopping mall. I'd love to do and that. It, I've, I've always um, wanted to do that. Yeah. So the, And they set zombies on you. Now, that's the nearest I can think of what, what would be a real life version of that, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know what they are. I don't know what it is. He, needs to, he maybe needs to send another email just to explain what it is. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have a look. We'll have a look and we'll try and figure out. Wait a minute, let me put Halo ARG and see if that gives me any indication. Halo. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Podcast, where we do some Google searches to figure out if we can find out what on earth is going on. thing that nobody even cares about in the first place. Oh yeah, it is it. it. Alternate reality game, Halo Nation. So there you go. Uh, An alternate reality game is an interesting narrative that uses real world as a platform, often involving multiple media and game elements like to tell a story that may be affected by participants' ideas or actions. Halo has two ARGs, I Love Bees and Iris. 
Uh, Iris was a Halo 3 one. Uh, I Love Bees is the new one. No, that's 2004. I don't know. It's one of those. Whatever that is. And the answer is no. I've never done one. Ever. Next news story, please. <laughs> we're done with the news. Uh, this is email now. No, we're doing the news. We we're still on email. Still on email. Anyway, Fine, run another email. Uh, let me finish. I says, love the show. With love you guys. And Duke is okay too. <laughs> From Canada, eh? Pinky. So there you go. Yeah. So thank you, Pinky. Thank You're you. a lovely man. Although we didn't, then we didn't actually uh, understand your email at all, really, until we googled it. Which is a bit shit. Uh, and the next one is from Jordan Wilkinson, who I think is a new emailer to the show. So it's always cool to get new email people. We always like that. So here we go. And he says, it's video game rentals. He says, hello, lads. Sup. Sup. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, you could sound at least moderately enthusiastic. Hey, how you doing? Thanks Yo. for writing. Yo, Jordan, man. Yo. Sup, Thanks for emailing. I love you, man. Uh, anyway, he says, hello, lads. Uh, hope all is well with you. Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? You're yes, all we're right? good. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast since 2010. You, oh, you, I feel sorry for you, man. <laughs> Five fucking years of listening to us. Five years. Ugh. Here's another five. I know. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, well done for that. I mean, that's an achievement. You should get some sort of award for that in itself. Uh, anyway, he carries on. It is by far the best gaming podcast out there. Woo! Woo! Anyway, enough of the pleasantries. I hope you could help me. I have a baby due. Jesus Christ, he's a man having a baby. What is going on in this world? It's a miracle! Uh, and he's having it in three weeks. Uh, and the purse strings are going to be pulled even tighter, if that's even possible. And I won't be able to buy games for my purse three as much as I would like to. It used to be perfect back in the day when Love Film did rentals. Yeah, that, you know what? I kind of miss yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, if you had a game, but you weren't really willing to buy it, you could just stick it on your rental list, and it, you know, it didn't cost you that much to just give it a go. Destiny. And you can't, yeah, you can't do any of that stuff anymore. Uh, but I haven't rented games since. I've seen rental websites on Google, but after reading the reviews, I've been put off. Do you have? Do you have any used rental sites? Well, Chini does, doesn't he? Um. Which one is the one that Chinny uses? Is it is it Boomerang? I think so. Maybe. Is it Boomerang? Uh, but it's it's kind of expensive, isn't it? That's the trouble with Boomerang. It's still fairly expensive to to rent. I think it's about fifteen pounds a month, so it's not cheap chips. Um, uh, or have you heard of any being secure and reliable? That was the other issue with 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 the one Chinny uses, which I think is Boomerang. It, they had a massive security breach, and he had all his bank accounts Ooh. frauded stuff. Uh, so maybe that's not good. Uh, cheers, Jordan. Yeah, P.S. Did, Sorry about the writing. Uh, it's my work email. Look, get back to work. You shouldn't be emailing us while you're working. Yes, you should. Yeah, and I live in the UK, just in case that helps. Yeah, uh, I, I'm almost sure it's been wrong, but I'm all almost sure also that it's not the best service out there, unfortunately. No, I, I don't think there is a. No, Steve, a really, you're right. Yeah. It's boomerang, and that's the one that Chinny used, and he got his details hacked and all the care in there. I. I do almost think that's true. I do almost think that's true. Uh, so, yeah, just be careful. Just be careful. I'm assuming they've sorted it out, but I don't think it's any. I don't think there's any video game service out there now that's on a par with what Love Film provided. No. When they were doing it. They were, they were pretty damn good, to be honest, unfortunately. 
And, I, and since they've gone, I don't think there's any viable alternative that works anywhere near as well. They were brought over by Amazon, weren't they? Think. Yeah, but they they really just deal in sort of. I don't even know whether you even rent DVDs anymore. I don't even know whether you can still even do that part of it. You possibly can, but I think they've just gone to Amazon Prime yeah, now, isn't it? Some sort of yeah. streaming. Yeah, you may be able to. I don't know. I've not looked into it for quite a while now. Um, look, my advice to you is do what I do. You know, buy games on day one and then go. Eh, it's not as great as I in. thought. And then take a hacksaw to your computer. <laughs> no, trade That's it in. That's some good advice. Trade it in at CEX. Buy something else using that. And obviously, you know, PS Plus, you can't beat it. You're going to get free content every month if you haven't got it already. You know, it's definitely worth the 30, 30, whatever it is, 34, 35 pounds investment a year uh, to get free games a month. And there might not always be something that you want to play, but you're going to get a steady stream of stuff to play. You know, even if you're just on the PS3 still, there's there's always stuff. And, and to be honest with you, a lot of PS3 games now, you know, there's lots of stuff you might not have played. That you can pick up for pennies now, can't you? you know, a lot of you know original PS3 games now are pretty cheap to buy. Um, so that would be my, my sort of advice to you: is, is make the most of what you've got. You know, trading stuff you're not bothered about anymore. Buy new stuff with it using you know the value that you get from the smelly shop, uh, which is CEX, and and just do that. That's what I would advise. Uh, maybe Chini will have something else to say next week. Um, yeah, and the, the other one, yeah, Antonio's put something cool in the in the thread. Yeah, if you go to CEX, whatever they offer, if you go to game, they will beat it by a pound. Yeah, that's a good chip. Yeah, so that's definitely worth doing as well. Um, so yeah, so do that as well. So there's there's all this stuff you could be doing, and yeah, you just got to make the most of the money you spend, really. Yeah, you know, play stuff quickly. Right. Play stuff quickly, and then it's still worth quite a bit when you get rid of it. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do, man. Uh, and the other, the other advice I can give you, which works brilliantly for me, uh, is is allocate yourself spending money, and that, and don't go over it. You know, so if you have to rent, you know, save up for a couple of months, do that to get a game. So allocate yourself some spending money, but don't uh, don't go over it. So you're sort of limiting what you can spend. There you go. And that's kind of it. Uh, and that's it for emails for this week. So thank you very thank much you. to the two people who did that. Um, and that being said, I guess we've got to the part of the show where, yeah, we do some shout-outs and get the hell It's out time of here. for a shout-out. Hey! Shout-outs! Shout <laughs> it's great making up the soundbites. Hey, I love it. you guys! Hey, you guys! Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Duke, over to you for the shout-outs. 60 minus 1 equals 59. I have Brilliant. no idea what right. this is. Just I have no idea. Random video clips. We can see what you're doing. <laughs> just try and I should go back to that weird shopping. ad about renting games. I had a picture of her. I need to Sarkeesian for no reason. I will shout out Richard Webster because he's added something in uh, Hunting in Skyrim, and I'm going to check it out. And I will shout out uh, Obi-Wan Shinobi because he's like, ah, I'm just not that into Skyrim. I shouldn't bash it, though, because Duke's going to get mad. And I was like, don't worry. It's okay. Uh, Do you know who that is? And then is, he goes, I like Zelda. And Amar, how dare you? You like Zelda. <laughs> you know you who? Don't like Skyrim. I'm going to kill you. I'm to slaughter your face. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he doesn't know who he is. <laughs> uh, Sumu retweeted my rap news thing. That's good. And Turtle502, I made a funny joke about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Twitter. And then he made a joke about Soylent Green. And then Colleen favorited my thing from Kurt Vonnegut. 
And then Morty was asking if I got my PC things. So I'm basically just going through my list of who said what on Twitter. Um, do I have actual shout-outs? Toxic Shock. It's drinking the water! Uh, Rich and Morty and everyone else trying to help me get my stupid PC sorted. And Sidario, I don't remember why. Why is he broke? Well, no, but it's, I still don't know why it was crashing. And I don't know how to make sure it doesn't crash in the future. So, what? Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, and I'll thank uh, Chinny and Stu and the Duchess for cleaning out these shelves or whatever. And, yeah, everyone in the chat. The end. Cleaning out, cleaning out what shelves? There are some shelves in the office, and the Duchess has decided that she's going to clear them out. Oh, very good. What's Spring on cleaning. Them? Anything, anything useful? No? Yes, that's a no, then. What? Uh, Question? I said, is there anything useful on the shelves she's cleaning? No. I mean, oh. we have, the, you know, the printers on the... No, there's nothing useful on my shelves. Uh, just a pile of shit. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm gonna shout out uh, some new. We've got some new people in the in the Twitch tonight, which has been cool. Uh, we've had uh, Fevered Mushroom HD, uh, so that's cool. It's always cool to get new listeners, and make make sure you follow because uh, we're here every week around this time. Although I do need to have a conversation regarding early start times again for a few weeks, so we'll have to sort that out. Uh, so yes, uh, thank you, Fevered Mushroom. It's cool to see uh, people in the chat, uh, new people in the chat. So that's cool. And I'd also like to shout out Chinny for not being here, you know. And I'm hoping he's having a good fun at his wedding. And it sounds like well, not his personal wedding, but at the wedding he is attending. I need to clear that up because people will think he's getting married again. <laughs> um, so yeah, so hopefully everything's going well and you're having fun at the wedding. And you know, we always want to give you a nice little shout out there. So. Uh, uh, hope you're dancing and boogieing the night away, which he obviously is. Boogieing the night away. Macarena. Yeah. And I'll do the Macarena. And all that jive. Uh, so I hope you're having fun. And I think that could be it. I can't think of anything else. Uh, I've had a few people, but I can't remember names now, so I do apologize. Yeah, just let Amar do his shout-outs, and then we can be done. I know, giving me advice on Witcher 3 stuff on, on the PS4, so thank you for that. And a few offers of... Uh, oh, yeah, I know I can shout-out. I can shout-out uh, Rob from the Boss Wave, because uh, he said uh, if ever want, he's got GTA 5 online now, so I want to play some GTA with him. I can do. Yeah. So thank you for that. And somebody else offered as well, uh, sent me a message on, on PS4 and said everyone wanted to join them for a few games of online gta i was more than welcome so thank you to that person i i do apologize for not remembering who it was uh, and over to Amar for your shout outs uh, uh, cheers guys just uh, two shout outs really um one for uh, chris chris morgan a good buddy of mine he's um he's been trying and i think he's i think he's succeeding in convincing me to buy a gaming pc uh thanks chris your uh, videos of gta 5 running 60 frames per second in witcher i think um are making me look at my Xbox and go, um, so yeah, thanks for that. And also to, um, I guess, my long-suffering wife, really, for putting up with uh, my obsession with retro gaming, um, all the stuff that I'm hoarding away, which I'll never, ever play, probably. Um, and uh, that's about it, really. There you go. Uh, i better give a belated shout-out to uh, Sympatico Squirrel 1, because he's going, what about me? What about me? Why don't I get a shout out? What about me? So there you go. There you uh, go. There's a special one for you. Uh, and what, what, I'll tell you what, I'll even do this. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a big sloppy kiss as well. Here we go. Mwah! There you go. There you go. See, don't, 
Don't say I don't share the love. I always share the love. Yeah. Um, and we have got look. We've got a, we've got not a new iTunes review, but we have got an adapted iTunes review. Yo, which is a bit yo, weird. yo, 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 yo. iTunes got some. Got some. Got some. Um, got some. So this is from from Pilch Reed, uh, and he amended his his iTunes review to now read. Uh, these guys are a snap, crackle, and pop of podcasting five stars. So there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you. And yeah, just to mention, right, a bit of housekeeping. Bit of housekeeping. If you want to leave us, if you want to leave us a iTunes review, you know, off you go. Get over to iTunes. You know, it's dead easy. You just got to sign in, click it, and then just write what you think. You know, nice stuff, of course, you know. But if you want to write, you know, critical stuff, you can do. You know, we'll read out whatever people put. We always do that every week. So if you want to get a shout out, go over there and leave us a That's nice. That's the best way to get a shout out because then we it get is the best way because yeah, do one all the time. Yeah, do one all the time. Now, now people all want sloppy kisses. I've started something now. Well, I'll I've started you something. Now. I think Star, Look, I think Star for Help is a bit jealous. I think. Yeah, the trouble is this. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. If I if I do lots of them, then people just expect it, you see. So I, I can't do it all the time. It'll just come and happen when it happens. It'll be pretty random, I'm afraid. So that's the only one you're getting tonight. Sorry, that's it. That's really it. Um, And I think that really is it. That's kind of the end of the show. So the only thing left to do is do the do the outro in our sort of, you know, styley that we've been doing all night. Why that. So let's, don't you the let's end? Yeah, that was, that was you much you didn't even, you didn't oh, even put any effort into it, really. Yeah, why don't you? Why don't you just turn off the television set and go do something less boring instead? The end. That's it. So, yeah, finished. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, actually, I should have... You know, I missed a shout-out now I'm coming to think about it. I should have, of course, shouted out Armar for joining us and filling in the... the I mean, and and let's be honest here, they're literally large shoes of Ginny because I think he takes about a size 12 Oof. so he has yeah. a, well he's, he's 6 foot 4 so he's a big guy you it, know, he's a tall. it's actually quite funny because I remember um, sending you a tweet was that last week's too thinking when am I going to get on the show my fans I demand know. it <laughs> I know what are the chances what, what are, are the, the chances? chances and then I sent you a tweet saying your looks in because Ginny's away uh, this year week well, yeah, he'll be back next week though. So no offense to you, Amar. You know, and it's been lovely having you on. Oh yeah, we'll see uh, about that. We'll see if he's on. But you'll have you have intruded on the usual threesome. You know what I'm saying? Good. You know what I mean? You know, because because me, Chinny, and you, we have a we have a thing going with each other where you know we get it on, and, uh, and when we get it on, this man does not speak for us. An unspoken bond, <laughs> shall we say? Yeah, uh, exactly. We we have a bond, and James shit Bond just happens. You know, it starts it starts off innocently and then as time goes on stuff just gets real you know what I'm saying yes <laughs> and Duke he loves a bit of it <laughs> are we done <laughs> I think we're done <laughs> uh, good night everybody and thank you for listening <laughs> Boop.